number 29. Yeah, episode 29. We're almost at 30. Yes, Friday's going to be a big one. Yes, it will be, number 30. Um, Timestamps are below. Yes. Yep. Knock that out of the way, timestamps are below. There's a lot of timestamps. Yes. So if yep. you need to jump to a certain point in the video, yeah. go down there, get to jumping. Yep. We're going to start off with the NBA today. Yeah, we have some breaking yeah. news, yep. uh, some major news that may have just shifted the landscape of the NBA yes. for one team and then yep. just sent one team to rebuild. Yep. We're going to talk about all kinds of other trade rumors yep, and then plus the uh, NBA draft. Yep. Draft. And then we'll go through that and uh, give our predictions for the lottery mm-hmm. uh, picks. And then after that, we're not going to go into detail on that. Your guess is as good as mine. It's, yep. cr- it's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, then we'll go with the NFL, review Sunday games, preview Monday and Thursday night yep. football. Um, we have the Masters. We're going to talk about the Masters. Yes. I don't know about golf. <laughs> No golf. Yep. Brent knows golf. Yep. Brent knows the Masters. I'll talk about that. <laughs> and then we'll end up with some pro wrestling talk. Uh, yeah. A super a WWE superstar was released on yeah. odd circumstances. Yes, it was. So let's divulge into that a little bit. And then an AEW star is missing yeah. in action. Not like where missing, he? missing. Like no. he's he's he, no, no. One, everyone knows where he is. Just, yeah, he's, he's missing. He's missing yep. on the show. So we'll talk about that. Um, and where where he where he is yeah. and what's up with him yeah so that's episode 29 let's get right into it it's a yeah. big show my name is Brent Andrews and I'm Brandon Simpson and we are Golden Sports Breaking news on the, according to Wojnowski, which is pretty much true. Yeah, Adrian, Adrian Woj at the Woj ESPN. Yep. Uh, very, very, he's senior NBA insider, he so whatever he's he says. He's as reliable as it comes. Whatever yep. he says is the truth. That's it basically is. what we're getting at. Yep. Um, the Woj uh, had some breaking news. Yep, dropped the Woj bomb on us. Literally, uh. An hour ago? Yeah. Hour and a half ago? Yep. So. Uh, Phoenix Suns have acquired Chris Paul from the Thunder um, for Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, and Jalen Lecrae. Um, this is a huge move for the Suns. Um, they're definitely now a big contender in the West uh, with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. And that's then, your big three. That's your big three now. And then, so, it's going to be awesome to see and watch how they uh, continue to build this offense and defense as well um, with the... Um, just the free agency coming up and the, any more trades that they might do. Uh, so it's going to be exciting if you're a Phoenix Suns fan. Um, but for the Thunder, they're definitely rebuilding. They got pretty much every Clipper pick for the next 20 years. Right. And then now they got a Suns pick. Yep. And then they got a Suns pick and then a bunch of other uh, players that can just be kind of people that can sell some jerseys maybe now and kind of uh, get the fans kind of sort of excited. Um, but they, they're definitely loaded with some picks, and they also have another trade that we'll talk about in a few minutes that uh, they got some more picks for as well. Yeah. Um, let's, talk about this. let's talk about this on both sides. Let's talk about the Thunder. They trade away Chris Paul and, uh, and Nader. Nader's not, not nothing special. No. It's just more of a yep. uh, G League player. Yeah. So, but the, the main thing is Paul. So they trade away Chris Paul. That's your biggest star. Yeah. Uh, I think now the biggest star on the team's Adams. Yeah. Who I guarantee you'll see him he'll get be traded. Probably gone, yeah. Um, because he'll probably one out. Yep. Um, so they trade away Chris Paul. You're very your star of the team currently. Uh, which is an interesting move, yes. of course. You know, it's uh, it's saying I, we're rebuilding for sure. Yep. Uh, don't want any con- big contracts. We want the yep. picks. So. They get a ton of players, some good guys, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, uh, some are big names. Good role players. Good role players, but there's nobody for them to role play for. They have to be stars on this yep. team and a first-round pick in 2022. Mm-hmm. To come, now that will give them a 
what they, they get one. They had the Suns pick, they yep. had the Clippers pick, and then they had their own pick, which is giving them three first yes. round picks, which is big. Yep. Which they can if they draft correctly, you can rebuild oh, yeah. your entire team right there. Yep. Use your three big three with uh, Adams. Yep. Just tell them to wait for a year. Yeah. Do you think on on their their on the OKC side, this was a great, this was a good move. Yes, I think so. Uh, you took away forty-four million dollars in the books for the next three years because mm-hmm. um, he's pretty much got. He, this year was forty-two. Next year was I think forty-two. And the next year after that was forty-four. So he's getting paid bank, and so that's a lot of money that you're doing given to a guy who's in his late thirties. Don't know how he's going to be in two years, um, skill-wise. Um, and you got the Suns who are wanting to win now because Devin Booker kind of wanted out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, hey, let's give him what he wants. Here's a big star with you to help uh, facilitate and be a great point guard for you. Run the pick and roll with DeAndre Ayton, make Ayton better, plus be able to kick it out to Devin Booker, everything like that. So I think it's a great move for the Suns and the Thunder as well because Thunder gets role players to sell jerseys. They get a bunch of picks, and they can just continue to load up and rebuild what they from the Westbrook and Harden and Durant era yeah. that they had. Um, I agree. I think this was a good move. Mm-hmm. Now let's go on the side of the Suns. Yeah, you have Devin Booker who's saying I want out. That's that was a big thing that we yeah. everyone was hearing. I want out, and now you give him CP3 to roll with Aiden. Yes. Aiden was a late turn on. Yeah. Um, yep. But he did he did show up when, yep. uh, towards the end, end of the, the yeah, end especially of the, in the bubble especially in the bubble um, to where it was noticeable yeah and the cool thing is is the head coach for the Phoenix Suns Monty Williams mm-hmm. he coached the New Orleans Hornets when Chris Paul was drafted right and so that's a cool little thing that Chris Paul is now going back to his former coach his first coach that he had in right. the league and that'll really help him I think because he knows Chris Paul and what he likes what he doesn't like right. Um, you you satisfy Booker saying hey to stay here yep. let's go let's win. You and me actually sat in the bubble, and I don't if if you yes. were listening to us even back then. Yeah, all the way back probably then. ten. Yeah, so ten ish. Yeah, probably. We we said that this team is on the brink. They need a star, mm-hmm. and I believe we even said CP three at one yes. point. Yeah. Um, I had to go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Go back. Let's go back and look. I know last episode we did. We were thinking that'd be a great. Trade. Yeah. No, we even said it'd be a really good trade. Mm-hmm. Um. So we actually got that one right. Yep. Um, we were Woj before Woj. We were wo- we wo- out Woj Woj. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but we even said that back back in back in the bubble. That would be even, yeah. even more impressive. Yep, that would have been. They were thinking that far ahead. Um, this trade for the for him. Where does what what does the Suns? Where do they move now? They They're, I'm thinking they move to about the fourth fifth seed in really? the West. Because okay. you'll have the Warriors, Clippers, and Lakers locked at the top three, most unlikely. Of course. And then you'll have, it'll be the Mavericks and Suns will be battling for that fourth, fifth spot. <laughs> okay. So it says right here, the Suns finished 10th last year. So you're saying they could jump from 10 to 4. Yes. It's a lot of spots. Yep, it is. But when you add a guy like Chris Paul who can uh, facilitate extremely well, can dish, can score points, and can play defense and teach Devin Booker, the same teach things. Booker, I and teach Booker and Aiton the same things is that hard work mentality that Chris Paul definitely has right. in game and that uh, tenacity that he plays with. And so you can get them all but to buy in. Monty Williams is a great coach. They bought in, as you can tell, in the bubble. They went undefeated in the bubble. Right. And so if you can do that, I think that team's going to be really scary to watch. So, and I noticed that this is the 2022 first round pick. It's not this yes. year's first round pick. Um, actually, it's not even next year's first nope. round pick. Year after that. Yep. So, when you we're talking about a twenty-two pick. Yep. 
who and what pick do they have in this year's draft? Do you know? I don't know. Okay, no. let's look that up. Yeah. Um, but depending on where they where that pick yep. lands, oh. where do you go? Do you go small forward or do you go power forward? For Thunder? Oh no, for the oh, for, uh, the, uh, for the Suns. Suns yeah. Um, I probably go. Uh, I probably go power forward. Um, they got a small forward. I think um, Josh Jackson. I think still there. He's all right, and um, I think Miles Bridges, or uh, one of the Bridges, Mikel or Miles, one or the other. But I think I think it's Mikel. Um, but he's there, and he's actually pretty good uh, defensively, especially. And Josh Jackson's good defensively. So I mean, they're they all right defensively at small forward. It's just needing to get a power forward because they tried to draft Dragon Bender a few years ago, and that did not pan out very well. <laughs> uh, so um, they I think they released him this year. Um, but the uh, Suns are. Definitely, I would think get a point, a power forward. Yeah, as I say, I mean, uh, what is what is Aiden listed as center? Yeah, okay, he's six eleven. So. so you get okay, so you got you got Aiden at center, you got CP three and Devin yeah. Booker at the guards. Yep. So the forward position is really where they're yep. struggling, I would yep. say. The three, they got enough people to rotate in. Yeah, um, they got Cam Johnson. They got um, it says it Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Bridges, and then is Josh Jackson still on the team? Uh, there is no Josh. Jackson. Okay, he must have been traded. Uh, so you got them kind of guys that are that are in this in this spot. Um, I think with and I don't like I said I don't know what pick they have. So let me look it up real quick. Yeah, because that can really make or break this team. Yeah. Um, they got the ten pick. Okay. That's so, a good spot. so you got the ten pick. You're you definitely have to go forward. Yes, because you're not going to go with a bench player. You're not draft a ten, bench player at no. ten. You're not going to draft a a center because no. you got him. So you go small forward, power forward. You said power give you the size inside. Yes. Uh, I would maybe go for the Memphis. Uh, they got a power forward called Precious. That's his first name. It's hilarious first name, but um, he's a really good power forward. I think they could use definitely. Uh, I don't even. According to this, it says they're going for uh. Uh, Shadik Bay yeah. from uh Villanova. Yep, they um I see on here uh, Precious Achiwa. He's six nine, two thirty five. Good power forward there. That could really help him out a lot. Okay, he's six six nine, two twenty five. Yep, interesting pick. This is a guy. Him uh, according to this one, this guy Minnesota going number seventeen. Yeah, uh, which is an interesting pick. Or if um Obi Toppin does fall, that'd be a monsters pick because Obi Toppin he's really slow as far as laterally but he is a highlight real player like he's unbelievable talent unbelievable talent um so if you can just work on his lateral quickness i mean that that guy's gonna be amazing uh, star he reminds me a lot of um, blake griffin okay the way, how he plays okay. when he's coming out of oklahoma but there's enough guys if they can't get a power forward you go small take the yes but that's the position you need to focus on the forward position yep. uh either smaller power to give you that in to help uh get that in between between yeah. Uh, Aiden, Paul, and Booker. There's an in between that you need to that yes. you need to fill. If they can do that and find a star, be awesome. This team is Watch deadly. Out. Yeah. <laughs> this team could become very. I mean, because you you seen what Paul did in, in in Houston. He took he took a five seed uh, Houston team. Yep. And put him in the and put him in the Western Conference Finals. Yep. Almost. Almost won it. Almost dethroned the Warriors. Yep. Unless he didn't uh, tear his hamstring pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way. And then also with the Thunder, he was it was him and nobody outside Stephen Adams, and he can't shoot. And so he took the Thunder to the doggone playoffs, yeah. and almost they they won. It. No, they didn't win a round out thing. I think they got eliminated quick. Yeah, but 
they got there, and that's impressive. Yeah, especially when you have nobody. When you yes. have nothing and you get somewhere with it, it is impressive. It is. Um, let me see. They they ended at the five seed. Yeah, which is fantastic for yeah. them. So, yeah. big bright spot for the Suns. Charles Barkley's probably freaking oh, out yeah, right now. probably. Um, but that's not the only big trade that happened. Nope. Um, the Thunder also made a secondary trade. Yeah. Uh, Thunder's they, wheeling and dealing. Yes, the Thunder uh, gave up Dennis Schroeder. Yep. He's gone. Bye bye, Dennis Schroeder. Yep, bye bye. Uh, they did acquire a 2020 first round pick and Danny Green from the LA Lakers, though. Yep. So that's a good, uh, from the Thunder point of view, yeah. very good trade. So let's break this down yep. again. You, have the 20, you get a 2020 first round pick from the Lakers. Yes. You get Danny Green. If you're the Thunder, of course, you now have all these other players Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, yep. now Danny Green with Adams. And now you have this 2021st round pick, which is going to be a high pick. Yes. It's not going to be a low pick. Um, actually, it will be a. It depends on how you look at it. Yeah, the Lakers. It'll be like a 28, 29, 30 right. round in there. So, which is high. Yeah. So, where do you? What what, what happens now with the Thunder? Now knowing this knowledge, where do you put the Thunder at? I'm fine with it. Um, you have to get rid of him at some point because he does have a bigger contract, and mm-hmm. he was wanting a bigger contract, I mm-hmm. think. So it's one of those things you just get rid of him, uh, get Danny Green in, who's a star as far as name recognition. Everybody knows who Danny Green is mm-hmm. if you watch basketball. So, it's, again, merchandise. You can sell a lot of merchandise. So Danny Green, OKC, ooh, cool. Um, but also you get a 2021st-round pick. Yes, it's not top, like, you know, one or two, but it's – back there but if you have a guy back there that you're like hey this dude might be really a steal of the draft mm-hmm. get him because Draymond Green was back there at that point and the uh, Warriors picked him Isaiah Thomas was the last pick in the entire draft and they got and they Sacramento got him but got screwed because they got rid of him but then the Celtics used him and he was amazing so right. it's one of those things that you can still find steals in the back half of the draft it's just a matter of being uh, having a great scouting department to be able to locate these people right and find them and what you're saying, the merchandise and stuff, you know, you, Danny Green's, of course, a three-time NBA champion, yes. so he has a lot of name recognition, like yep. you said. Um, now, on the Lakers side, you get rid of Danny Green, who can be a deadly player yes. in certain situations. Yep. He kind of didn't have a good season last year. Um, oh, and also, another thing is, with getting Danny Green, Ricky Rubio, you'll have two guys that can really mentor the younger guys coming in that right. you're going to be drafting. Right. Because both of them have been experienced big games. And also Kelly Oubre is a young guy that can they can build with him as well because he's right. actually a really good player. It's just he's not as good defensively that makes him over the top. Right. Where, where a guy like Danny Green couldn't help him with yes. that kind of stuff. Yep. Danny's not bad defensively. No. Um, now, you, you, the Lakers bring in Dennis Schroeder. Of course, you lose Danny Green, which you could say, yes, it's an upgrade yeah. um, from the two. But now you hear that they uh, that Rajon Rondo opted out. Yep. So and Davis Caldwell Pope opted out as well. So now your your guard position is really getting scrapped. Yes. Um, the only real guy that you have is yep. Schroeder. Is he a guy that they can rely on consistently to be that that number one point guard that that top guy or the number the, the, the number three guy? Yep. Uh, to work for that position. Yeah, he's a really good player. Um, he's very underrated as far as he can hit threes pretty well. He shoots at about a forty percent uh, mark, thirty five forty percent mark. So that's not bad at all. Um, and he's one of those players that he's good as a point guard. But with LeBron being more of the ball handler, mm-hmm. I think that will help Schroeder a lot because he's really good at cutting, really good at cutting to the basket, getting open, um, and you can use him in screens, kind of like what they did with Danny Green, kind of a spot-up shooter. And uh, But Schroeder can also take it off the dribble, 
go inside and make another play for somebody else or score, um, which Danny Green's game lacked as far as he's never been that way. Right. And so I think it's a good upgrade for the Lakers uh, from Schroeder to Green. Yeah. Green shooter. Um. You know, in 2013, he was he was with the Hawks, 13 mm-hmm. to 18, then yep. 18. Now uh, he was up to the, this past you know Monday yep. or uh, Saturday, he was the Thunder. Uh, you know, when he first came to the league, everyone gave the, the tag of the young Tony Parker. Yeah, uh, never really kind of lived up to that. No, nah, um, but he's still a good. He's a good shooter. Um, does this put the not saying the. Uh, Look, but does this give them? Does this give the Lakers a better shot to become repeat champions? When you have the the Warriors reloading, and we have a trade to talk about with the Warriors, that's yeah. quite possible. Um, it does. Um, I would definitely sign Rondo back though, if I'm the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to sign somebody back like that to be able to, because if you could go Rondo at point guard, Schroeder at shooting guard, LeBron at small forward. Anthony Davis at power forward, and then JaVale McGee or plug somebody in at center, you got a pretty good team as far as being able to cut, being able to score right. inside now all three levels of the game. So it's one of those things that that would help a lot. Uh, only thing is Rondo can't really shoot, but last year he did. So In the finals, he looked great. I know. It's one of those weird things. Um, you and me talked about with uh, DeMar DeRozan. That we talked about the trade Friday, that yes. possibly DeMar DeRozan, and the, the compactness of this. Mm-hmm. Now with Schroeder, it kind of brings it out more. Yes, it does. Uh, does that fix the problem that you were seeing? Yes, with the, that okay. does. Yep. Uh, I would still wouldn't get DeRozan. I would try to move Kuzma, though. I would still try to move him because mm-hmm. um, he didn't pan out to what they thought, um, especially on the defensive end. He's right. <laughs> Now, got a question for you. Uh-huh. Tr- uh, now, this would be a hard trade to pull off, but... Because of the because I I think I still think the status of this player is a little overrated. But hear me out. Do a maybe a second round pick Kuzma, and then another player like uh, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quinn Cook. Yeah, Quinn Cook. Uh, for Zach Levine. No, that wouldn't happen. No. See, Levine's too good. See, everyone puts the everyone, everyone says Levine's really good. I just I I'm not I didn't see. He's it last amazing. Season. He getting hit threes like crazy. Really good three point shooter. Stepped up that game, which was that was his biggest lacking point. He's become a consistent three point shooter. Can dunk, obviously. Can lay up. Can go all three levels of the game. Okay. Good good defender. Uh, that's the next phase he worked through. And the good thing is he's only like 23, 24, right? Which is amazing and scary. So it's one of those things that if you're Chicago, if you're going to trade him, you get better get a good return on your investment for right. that. Um, because you're going to be losing a big time player. Now let's talk about some trade rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be watching Woj uh, this okay. entire time to see if anything else pops up, because knowing him, something yeah. will pop up. Yep. Um, let's talk about the more trade rumors. Um, this was a big one that I that I seen that you and me actually talked about. Yep. Um, and there's two. Let's go with the smaller one first, um, but this is still a big trade, like I said. Um, you got the Warriors and the Spurs talking, um, and when the, when you got Popovich talking, some stuff usually <laughs> some good stuff can happen. Yep. There's a rumor out there that says the Warriors will trade away the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. Stop right there and let's break that down. Is that a good move or not? Because you're talking about giving up a guy like Wiseman. No. I don't think it is. Okay. I think you need to keep that pick. Wiseman's really good, and he'll fit in perfectly with that offense that they run. Okay. So they're talking about giving up the second overall pick, which yep. most likely would be Wiseman. Yeah. You give it the second overall pick, and the 
to the Spurs. You get the second overall pick to the Spurs, and in return, you get the number 11 pick, which is not a bad pick. No. And you get LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. If you're the Spurs, good good move, of course. Yes. Because you're, you're most likely going to get a wise man out of it. Yep. Now, if you're the Warriors, yes, you give up on him, but now you're getting a, a certified player in Aldridge and the 11th pick, which is not a terrible pick. Yeah. So, if the Warriors make that move, where did the Warriors go with that? Um, the Warriors, they would have to go, they'd have to go small forward. Um, they don't have anybody really playing small forward because you'd have Aldridge at center, Draymond at power forward, and then you'd have Clay and Steph at the guards. Right. So, you'd have to go small forward. And you said it's what, 11th, 11th pick? 11th pick. Um, I would probably go, uh, maybe the, this guy's, he goes, uh, Denny Avajadi. Um, he's from, uh, Israel. Um, uh, he's small forward. Uh, a lot of people are really hyping him up. I don't know if he might fall to 11, but if he does, definitely pick him up. Also, um, uh, Devin Vassell, he's a shooting guard, but he's 6'7", 200 pounds. So that's a big shooting guard mm-hmm. that you could move to small forward if you want to. And then if you really want a small forward, small forward that plays it, uh, Sadiq Bey from Villanova is a small forward as well. Um, so it's one of those things. Uh, if they do do it, it'll be okay. Um, the only thing is it'll be... It, it, Aldridge is an older player. He doesn't play defense very extremely well. Right. And it's one of those things that it, when you go up against a team, like let's say they get to the uh, Western Conference Finals against the Lakers, mm-hmm. you're going to put Draymond probably on LeBron because Draymond can't cover LeBron. Right, you're going to put a rookie on LeBron. Yeah. You're not going to put LaMarcus on him. You're not going to put LaMarcus on AD because that's scary. AD would kill him offensively and defensively. So it's one of those things that um, yeah. I would rather go with Wiseman have Draymond there, or like we talked about earlier, that trade with Draymond to um, uh, Cavaliers for Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Either one, but you need somebody there to be able to teach Wiseman to be, become a better player, and I think if you do have that, Wiseman can turn into a generational talent. It's right. just a matter of having somebody there to teach him. Right, and I don't think Draymond's the proper person to do that. No, probably not, but <laughs> he'll give him some intensity. That's he sure. will. He'll give him intensity for sure. <laughs> um, I still think that that's probably the best move, moving yes. Draymond out for Kevin Love. Yep. Uh, I think it's a straight-up trade, a one-player-for-player trade. I agree, too, because Draymond can't shoot. Plus, you get Kevin Love now, who can shoot. You got Kevin Love on the wing. You got Clay on the wing. You got Steph on the wing. You got You'll Wiseman. Have Wiseman down low, and then you have Wiggins or somebody else. That's right. small forward out there as well. That's scary right there. Right. So you have a lot of three-point shooters, and then you got Wiseman doing pick and rolls. Right. And then lobbing it up to him. So right. it's pretty nasty. And he getting rebounds. Oh, yeah. He's getting rebounds. <laughs> he's getting rebounds what he's doing. Yep. Um. He may he will have a double double every game in rebounds and assists. Oh yeah, he was good. No points. No, <laughs> rebounds no points. And Just rebounds and assists. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot that can the Warriors can do. Yes. Um, I think if you're looking at the trades, I think the Kevin Love's trade that we heard was probably mm-hmm. the best one that they could go with. Yes. Uh, and keeping the Wiseman pick. Mm-hmm. So now, moving on to the draft. Yep. Let's talk about let's talk about Wiseman and them kind of guys. Um, where uh. Let's go. Let's go through each pick. Let's go through each pick. Um, you want to go? We're going fourteen yep. to one. You want to go? Let's go backwards. Go fourteen to one. Yeah, we can. Okay. Say the kind of controversial ones for first. Well, last. we can probably go controversial first because then by the time we do that, then we'll know what players we are around that area. Okay, that's yeah. that's fair. Okay. Uh, number one, we got the Timberwolves with the with the number one pick in the yeah. draft. Um. Who are they drafting number one? And is this kind of a, is this a and you know 
we should go, yes, your opinion, mm-hmm. but most likely who will they take? Yes, most likely who they'll take is LaMelo Ball. I feel like they're stupid enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who they should take is probably Anthony Edwards. Um, he's a shooting guard out of Georgia. Very good player. Um, why I would take him over LaMelo is just because the Timberwolves have D'Angelo Russell, who's already a ball handler, who already is the point guard of the team and can shoot very well. And you have Anthony Edwards, who can be the shooting guard with him, and he can shoot as well and play defense extremely well, which D'Angelo lacks. And so if you get D'Angelo and LaMelo, both of them, don't, they're not playing defense. Right. And so... Um, you're going to have some terrible defense uh, lapses for Minnesota. Um, so and you'd have a ego problem, too. Yes, you would. And so that's why I would go with Anthony Edwards. Okay. Um, but they'll probably take LaMelo being stupid. Mm-hmm. We move now down to the number two pick in the draft, uh, the Golden State Warriors. As of, and this is all's, all of, yes, as of all is, right now. Yeah, they, um, all these could be traded. I don't know, but we'll um, figure it out. <laughs> we got the Golden State Warriors number two pick currently, yep. and you're saying Wiseman. James Wiseman. Wiseman. Okay. Yep. It's a solid pick. Yes. It's the best pick for them. I would go Wiseman, and then if he's somehow not there, if Minnesota took him, I would go Anika Agonguio, whatever his name is. Um, he's a very difficult name to pronounce, but he's a power forward center out of USC. Very good player. Um, he can do. He's a shorter Wiseman, uh, but he can do what, kind of what Wiseman does, just not as athletic. Uh, but he could definitely plug in at that center spot and be perfectly fine. Yeah. Um. Which is a good pick. They got the guards solid. Yes. You do have Draymond currently at power forward, and if you do keep Wiggins at small forward, the only position you need is center. Yes, that is. Um, and if you can get a, a, a top center with that pick that can actually produce, you're in a good Scary. spot. Yeah. Um, which if I believe Wiseman will be there. Yeah. They they're taking him, no doubt. No, no doubt, not a chance. Now with this pick, and I'm I'm, I'm not trying to shoot, uh, sell anybody else short on the draft. Mm-hmm. He's rookie of the year. Headliner. He's he's he'll be a headliner. Yes. He he's the most likely for rookie. Yes, because of the talent around him, he can easily get up a lot of points and a lot of just stats. Yeah. Uh, Number three, we got the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, this one's an interesting one. It's pretty much going to be how everything shakes out. Um, If Anthony Edwards is not picked, I would see them going with him. Um, But I I don't know because Russell Westbrook was talking about being traded to Charlotte. So if he does get traded there, they won't need Lamelo because that'd be gosh. That'd be ego trip. Ego, <laughs> ego trip, yeah. Michael Jordan have his hands full without him. So um, I would definitely go Anthony Edwards if he's still available. Um, but if he's not, I would go either Wiseman or Nike, whichever one is mm-hmm. available at that point. If LaMelo falls to three, does Jordan and the Hornets take him? So I... Could if, you see them... Do, I, I could see it. I could see it. Just I could to see sell, it for, my, sell for, tickets. For selling stuff. Um, but the only thing is, if they are going to try to get Westbrook, you better stay clear of that man coming into that building. Because yeah. if he does, with Russell Westbrook's intensity and for, just furious on the court, and you get LaMelo Ball, who's just an ego maniac, good luck. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be fun. <laughs> um, We now move on to the number four pick, and that's in the Chicago Bulls currently. Yes. Um. With the Bulls, we talked about them having Levine, and they decide not to move Levine out. Yes. You do have a guy uh, in Kobe White who's a nice mm-hmm. number two for him. Who do you pick up uh, with the Bulls? I would go um, Obi Toppin. Okay. With them, the power forward out of um, Dayton. Really good player, really highlight, real guy. Reminds me a lot of Blake Griffin. Um, not as 
just hyped up as Blake Griffin was that at his draft um, in 2010. But um, I would definitely go Obi Toppin. Um, they have Laurie Marketon who plays the power forward position where Obi Toppin would be playing. But you could move him easily to center because he's 6'11". You can move him to center, move Obi to power forward. They need to have Levine at shooting guard, Kobe White at point guard, and then just fill somebody in at small forward. And that would be a really good uh, team right there that you'd have. Playoff team? Uh, they could sneak in, yes. Low seed, like yes. seven, seven, eight. Yep, they could sneak in. Uh, we now move to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. Um, wh- where do the Cavs go? You have the only guy you have on that roster that's any good is Kevin Love. Yeah. And um, uh, Thompson is going to leave. Mm-hmm. So do you replace Thompson? Do you go guard? To give some. Yeah. Uh, I could see them being stupid enough to go Lamelo Ball. I could see that. Um, if he dro- according to your according to your pick, he's not picked yet. Yes. Um, so I could see him going there. Um, that'd be a, a spot for him. The only thing is they have Colin Sexton. They got um, I forgot about Sexton. They got Garrison or whatever his name was. He was picked last year from Vanderbilt. Yeah, uh, he had a knee injury. He played okay last year. Garland, that's it, Darius Garland. Uh, but they have though both of them. But I could see them going another uh, get Lamelo for some inexplicable reason, um, and trade one of the other ones maybe. Got to try to get another pick. Um, but it's one of those things. I could see him going to Cleveland. Um, but yeah, that's probably where I could see him going. If if they don't do that, um, I could see them going with um, the Denis Avijadi guy, the small fort out of Israel. Um, he's apparently a really good player that I've heard, um, and he'd be a good small fort to go in there with. If they keep Kevin Love, you'll have Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, uh, the guy from Israel, and then uh, Kevin Love, and then plug a center in, and you have a pretty good team. And if you're wondering why I'm at, I keep asking him, I don't do. I'm not big on college prospects. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of college basketball. Um, this year is the weakest one for me as far as well because no, no, no March Madness. No March not Madness. <laughs> so and, no. That's, and that's more or less what I was getting at. I could, I could screw around with a couple of guys in the first yeah. couple of picks, but at, but with with nothing there, yeah, it's over my head. <laughs> so I'm asking Brent his opinions. Yep. Um, that solidifies a five pick. And then now to me, one of the most interesting picks of the draft, number six, it the is. Atlanta Hawks. Um, the Hawks got Trey Young. And he's a monster. Yes. He's the only guy they got, though. So yeah. They've um, missed a lot on picks. <laughs> a lot. Yes. Where where do they go? This is the toughest spot on the draft. Um, if Obi Toppin's available, definitely pick him up at that point. Um, but right now I have him not there. Um, I would just go probably um, the Isaac Okoro um, out of Auburn. He's a good player, 6'6", shooting guard. Can play with um, Trey Young. Trey Young could uh, feed him a lot. He reminds me a lot of Kent Bazemore, okay. um, the way he plays. Pretty good um, role player for them, but he could um, be a starter with them um, and uh, just improve his defense a little bit. He's a better shooter than Kent is, um, so I would go with him. Okay. Number seven, uh, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, where do they go? Uh, because the Pistons do got Blake Griffin still. They yeah. did get rid of Drummond. Do you try to replace Drummond? Or do you try to uh, give some help on the outside with Derrick Rose if yeah. he's still there? Yeah, uh, I would go um, uh, Patrick Williams out of um, Florida State. Uh, he's a pretty good player. Um, not the best shooter, um, but he's very athletic, very just freaking nature kind of guy. So you could put him in there maybe um, if they want to do kind of a risky pick, I guess you would say. Uh, but if they don't, um, a guy like uh, Killian Hayes, be a really good player. Him and Derrick Rose could be a great uh, one-two punch because uh, Killian is a really good player. Um, 
that I haven't named yet, but I have a reason. <laughs> okay. Um, that's the number seven pick. Number eight. Oh, crap. <laughs> R.I.P. who gets yes. uh, drafted here. We're going to go with the New York Knicks. Um, I could see Killian Hayes going here, um, the point guard. Um, he's a big prospect that a lot of people have talked about from France. Um and a lot of people have them up higher than what I do, just because I don't trust people that come over from international as far as the majority of the time. You get the rare occasion of a Luca, a Dirk, and a Porzingis, but outside of that... And Porzingis really has... And Porzingis hasn't really become that superstar. Right, that um, they thought. That they thought. Versus Luca yes. is... Dirk is a Hall of Famer. Yes. Uh, it's a very, it's very yeah, hard. For a that. lot of people hype up the international players, but at the same time, it's like look at all the busts. You got Dragon Bender. You got a bunch of others that I probably can't even name because they're out of the league in a half a year. And so it's one of those things that it's a very difficult process to be able to transition from going from playing in France to playing in America against the best of the best. Right. It's a huge transition process. Um, so, but I could see them going with him. Um, he's a big name. New York get a big name in there and um, sell a lot of merchandise and he could be very good I don't 100% know um, because I don't watch France basketball (laughs) you don't watch? (laughs) no so um, but I would go with him uh, if they want to sell tickets Uh, number 9 pick now according so as of right now as we stand uh, Bradley Beal and John Wall are still here yes John Wall's 50-50 at the best Beal's still a baller the Wizards Washington Wizards, the number nine pick. Do you go forward? What do you go? Small forward, power forward, or center? I'd go small forward. Uh, Sadiq Bay. Okay. Um, I would get him out of Villanova. Um, he's a good player, uh, hardworking kind of guy. Um, and I could see him going there and uh, playing well with uh, John Wall and Bradley Beal. Good okay. complimentary piece. Uh, we move on to now the most controversial, <laughs> the, the the most interesting team. Not controversial, but most interesting yes. team. We go to the number ten pick, the Phoenix Suns. Um, who do you, they have now, they have Aiden, of course, with the number one pick in 18. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Number one pick in 18. You have CP3 now along with Devin Booker. So the guard position's solid. You yes. got your center. We talked about small forward, power forward earlier. Where do you got them go? Um, I could see them going probably small forward. Um, if they do want, um, I would think that they should go with, um, uh, Precious Achiua. Um, he's from Memphis. He played with uh, James Wiseman. Um, he was the power forward for him. He's a really good player. He could really work well with um, Aiton down low. Uh, both of them would be really good, very athletic um, players in the NBA for a, kind of not small ball. They're small, but not small, small. Um, but he's 6'9". You'd have Aiton at 6'11". That's a good one-two punch down low. Um, so I would definitely go with him. He's a really good player. Um, he does have. Some, he needs to work on some things. Obviously, every player does. But right. he does need to get a little bit better at um, just being more muscular, physical. Um, and I think he will, with especially with DeAndre Ayton, because look at that man. That dude's jacked. So He's I a big think, dude. Yeah. So I think he could definitely work him out and get him ready. <laughs> put, some, put some weight on. Yes. Okay. Uh, we move now to the number eleven pick, the San Antonio Spurs. Yep. Pop's got a, a 11 pick. Where, where does Popovich go with this? Uh, he'll probably go overseas for this pick. Uh, he gets the best overseas people like Manu and uh, Tony Parker. But, um, Dirk. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dirk. <laughs> um, but I'll go uh, Devin Bassel um, out of uh, Florida State. He's good. Oh, not Dirk. I'm sorry. Crap. No, I know. I, I completely. You're good, Manu and yeah. Tony. 
Um, Tim Duncan was from uh, Wake Forest, but technically he went. He was on some island down. That's in, so. that's where I was. That's where I was, was going with it. Not I, did, I. I said Dirk. I did not. Yeah. I, meant, I meant Tim Duncan. You're good. Um, but I'm thinking Devin Vassell for this team. Um, Rome Giant Hall of Famer. <laughs> he's a Florida State player. He's a really good. Uh, just physical, athletic guy. Um, he'd be good with. Um, uh, just kind of a mentorship under DeMar DeRozan if they keep him because uh, DeMar is a shooting guard, but yet he can teach him. Right. Um, so I think that would be a good spot for him. Right. Now when, or a Sadiq Bay. Okay, if he falls that far. Yes. Now, keep in mind with these picks, we're going with what we currently know. We yes. cannot predict the future. Nope. So we're going with what we currently know. Um, I got Texas, Thorn, <laughs> giant, giant guys, giant Hall of Famers. Yes. I got mixed up. I meant I meant Duncan. I You're said good. I said him. <laughs> I feel stupid. I feel as stupid as the Sacramento Kings for the number twelve pick. Nice transition. <laughs> yep, nice transition. Um, uh, where where do they go? Um, they're a weird team. They're kind of they, they have got, nothing. They have De'Aaron Fox, who's really good. They got Marvin Bagley Jr., who's okay. He's still um, developing, but he's still developing. Um, it's one of the things. This is a really difficult pick. Um, it's kind of in that spot to where I would trade out of it. Um, but if Precious is still there, I would get him to power forward. Um, also, um, probably, let's see. It's one of those things. I would see Tyrese Maxey, a uh, shooting guard out of Kentucky, okay. go in there. Um, he's a really good player. Uh, he'll definitely do better in the league than he did in college. But um, I think he could be a good spot there. And kind of a risky pick. Yeah, kind of. A, he's more. Uh, he's projected about like 17, 18 spot. Um, so at the time, we might get flack for it, but I think he'll play really well for you and be a hard-working player. Okay. Now, these, the last two picks of the lottery, which is the 13 and 14 picks, yes. these are probably the two most fun picks, one for Brent, one just for the people. Yeah. Um, so let's go with the first one, which is the one for the people. Uh, the, 23, uh, the, the 13th pick in the draft goes to the New Orleans Pelicans. This is a massive pick. Yes, it is. Um, this one's kind of a weird spot for different reasons just because it's one of those things where they have a lot of point guards uh, with Lonzo they got Drew Holiday they're sounding like they're gonna get rid of Drew but at the same time he's currently there he's so currently there so it's one of those things I would uh, they're probably gonna go like somebody like a um, maybe a Cole Anthony from UNC he's a point guard um, but I could see him also going to Orlando at 15. So it's one of those things. It depends on what Drew does. If Drew goes, then I think Cole, okay. Cole stay go go there. If Drew leaves, but if he doesn't, um, I can see them picking up a guy like maybe if Precious falls, um, R.J. Hampton, uh, Josh Green. He's around that spot. Uh, I yeah. would go with one of them. And then the final pick of the lottery, which it's all we're doing. We're not going all thirty picks. Yeah, we're no, just going with the lottery that. picks. Um, the last pick of the lottery is the 14th overall pick, and that belongs to the Boston Celtics, Brent's team. Yes. Brent, this is your fun pick. Uh, who does the Celtics draft to uh, to go where? Let's talk about every position real quick. Yes. So you have – you. who does the Celtics have at point guard right now? Point guard is Kemba. So you're not going to draft somebody there? No. Uh, shooting guard? Uh, shooting guard is Jalen Smith. I mean, Jalen Brown. Not, not drafting there? Nope. You got small forward? Yep. Jason Tatum. Tatum. You're not drafting there? Nope. You got power forward. Uh, power forward is uh, Tice. Tice plays center actually. Who's power forward? Uh, they don't really have a power forward honestly. They're they're weird. They kind of they'll use they'll use Tatum down at power forward. Tice they'll put Smart at shooting guard. Jalen Brown at small forward. Okay, so they don't have a they don't have really a power forward. No, uh, they could maybe put Hayward at that spot if you really wanted to. Okay, and then center they got Tice. Tice. Do you go power forward? Or do you go center? Because that's the only position I see them going. 
Yeah, um, I could see them. If, hopefully, I'm praying that Precious uh, falls um, to us at 14. Uh, I, I doubt. He, I doubt he will. Um, but he could technically. A lot of mock drafts are he's around our range. Uh-huh. Um, so he could fall if he does. Definitely pick him up because him and Robert Williams, two future guys that can play extremely well, and hopefully they uh, can produce. Um, but it's one of those things. Uh, this is kind of a weird spot. I would probably go. Um, Right now, there's a guy, uh, Aaron Neesmith, uh, shooting guard, small forward, uh, 6'6". Um, he's out of Vanderbilt. Good player. Um, he's kind of, he plays pretty well. He's not a big potential guy as far as he's not going to uh, become crazy good, um, I don't think. But um, he plays okay. He's, uh, he kind of, he does good. He shoots about... He the first year he played at Vanderbilt he shot thirty nine percent which is terrible, but in twenty nineteen twenty twenty he shot fifty one percent and he shot fifty two from three, so that's a really good improvement. Um, I could see him going there being a good backup role player for us as because we're gonna be getting rid of Simi Ojale most likely in the off season he was small four, so I could see him just filling that role being that guy um, to back up Jalen and uh, Jason Tatum. Um, the one I'm looking at right now says the Celtics pick Maryland forward Jalen Smith. Good pick if that happens or no. Um, not a fan. No, not. Um, let me see who Jalen Smith is Maryland. Uh, he's six ten four, two hundred twenty five pounds. Yeah, I could. I'm okay with him. Uh, only thing is, we do have Robert Williams. It's one of those things. He reminds me. Looks like he uh, reminds me a lot of Robert Williams, <laughs> just the way he looks. Uh, and Josh Green, you said mm-hmm. was that one? Uh, Josh Green. He looks good, but I think the um, other one is um, with when you have a guy like um, uh, Aaron Newsmith, who's he, I think he's better prepared, better, more ready. Mm-hmm. He went two years in college. He played extremely well this last year. Improved, um, and it shows that. He really wants to work on his game, it seems like. So I would definitely go with him over the other two just because both of them are one-and-dones. And it's one of those things when you're one-and-done, it's good. You're getting your money. Bravo. But at the same time, you're not as developed. You're not as NBA-ready. And I think this guy's more NBA-ready because he went an extra year in college. He's a year older. He's a year just better as far as just physically and everything like that. And we need some people that are win-now kind of people. So I think he could be more of a win now person, and Aaron Neesmith. There's a trade we for, a trade rumor we forgot to talk about, and that was the Harden trade. You want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, sure, we can do that. Okay, Harden to the Nets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we completely walked past this one. Yeah, I that apologize. One. Um, this is one I know you want to talk about. Yes. Um, Harden to the Nets. How would good good trade, bad trade, and what would they have to give up? It would be the dumbest trade in the history of trades for the Nets. If you want the most egocentric people on your team, then do it. Get Russell Westbrook while you're at it. <laughs> it's one of those things. You got Kyrie Irving on your team. That man is ego tripping himself. You got Kyrie, uh, Kevin Durant, who is not extremely egotistical, but he is egotistical. He he's, very, he's a passive-aggressive egotistical. That's pretty much what he is. Um, then you also have James Harden, who's not passive-aggressive egotistical. He wants the ball 24-7, 365. So you're going to have three people fighting for the ball at all times. And that's not that's a recipe for disaster if you're going to do that. Um, I think it's a horrible trade. I would never do it. Now for Houston, if I could get back like a Spencer Dinwiddie, a Levert, and a pick or something like that, I would do it. Yeah. 
but it's one of those things that um, for har- for the Rockets, it's a, okay, it's a good trade. You'll get a good amount of value for it. But if you're the Nets, you're going to get more of a headache than you do a superstar. Well, I mean, especially with their head coach, but you got a great head coach. Oh, Steve yeah. Nash. Like Steve Nash, who's his first year in coaching. Yes. So it's one of those things. Good luck with your first year of coaching. But uh, um, another big. We just finished ours. <laughs> um, a big, another big thing is uh, I know you respect Ray Allen a lot. Yes. Him being a big Celtics guy. Love um, Ray Allen. Here is something that he said. He said, James Harden joining the Nets would be an absolute train wreck. Yep. I agree. <laughs> Brent echoes this. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's roll into the NFL. Because a lot of NFL to talk about. Yes, we do. Uh, we got Sunday, week 10. My Lord, week 10. I know, week 10 is crazy. 10. Six more left. I know. So we finished, we got week 10, Sunday games yep. completed. Let's break those down. Let's go through those. Let's kind of figure out where we stand. Um, yes. The first game we'll talk about is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers. Um, this game was actually extremely close to what we thought was going to be um, what it was. We both picked Tampa Bay, uh-huh. um, especially for the first half. We thought it was going to be a close game. Then Tom Brady appeared and became a monster. Tom and, Brady did Tom Brady things. Yes, he did. Um, he, he had his revenge game. Uh, they won 46-23 over the Panthers. Um, it was, congratulations, Tampa Bay. Uh, but we'll talk about the Panthers real quick. Teddy Bridgewater was 18-24, 136 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Not a bad game as far as touchdowns to pick ratio and completion attempts, but the yardage-wise was not good. Right. Before we move on, we got to talk about this. Teddy got hurt. Yes, he did. Um, They're saying like it's not as bad as far as what they thought. I think it was a sprain right. or something, so he might miss next week. Right. But um, uh, it's not, it's not major. Really so... I, I, I don't know. Did we watch this game? No. I was watching this game. When he got hit, my heart sank mm-hmm. because I immediately thought back to his knee injury yes. from 2016 when he blew it out completely. Yeah. Good news. It was his left knee. He got hit in the right. Good. To gr- Not saying his injury is no, great, but, but it's a lot, lot better, better than what it could yeah. be. Um, the announcers quickly said, please remember his knee injury was on his left knee, not his right. Yeah. So when he grabbed his right knee, it, get, it, it that gave me a little more comfort in yeah. saying, "Oh God, he just ended his career." Yep. It, it's okay. He it can does. he can work back through this one. It's probably not as bad as it looks, but just with the prior knee yes. damage, is what I was more concerned about. Yep. Um, they did have to bring their backup in, which is PJ Walker, the man. Hang on, let me get my. Where's my roughneck shirt at? <laughs> the XFL roughnecks. The F XFL Houston roughnecks. Yep. Brandon Steam. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Steam. <laughs> I picked out of freaking nowhere. <laughs> he was 2 for 4, 12 yards. Not bad. He's actually a really good backup in this league. So I think next week, if they do go He's without Teddy unknown. B. Yep, if they go without Teddy B, I think he'll be, they'll be just fine. Yep. Um, I think they won't be as good, obviously. But P.J. Walker can fill in and do a good job backup yep. role. Um, and, of course, uh, McCaffrey was out again with yes. another injury. Uh, this was a shoulder-rim mm-hmm. injury kind of combo. Uh, Mike Davis uh, was the starter. He had seven carries for 32 yep. yards. Nothing to brag about. No. They need uh, to run the ball more. If I'm do. Carolina, uh, if I'm Joe Brady, I'm definitely running the ball a lot more. Yep. Uh, Teddy had three rushing attempts for 16 yards. He did have a touchdown out of it. Yep. Um, and uh, DJ Moore, four receptions, 96 yards, and touchdown. Yep. And then uh, uh, Colin Thompson had a touchdown as well. Uh, Trey Boston recovered a fumble for the uh, Panthers. The Shaq Thompson forced. He punched yes. that ball out. Just bam. And then... Uh, F.A. Obada, he had a sack, and that was it. And Joey Slott was perfect on the day. 
Shocker. Yep. Um, now Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, 28-39, 341, three touchdowns, no picks. Tom that's, Brady had Tom Brady game. <laughs> that's the Tom Brady we know and love. Um, now the, the one who's in New England hated. Yes. Um, but rushing-wise, they had the best rushing game they had in a long time. Let's go with the other running backs. Yes. Leave the one we're talking about. Fournette was 8-19. of 19. Um, Then you had Tom Brady, 2-2 two two in touchdown. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert, three rushes, zero yards. AB, one for negative three. Tom um, Brady's the greatest rushing quarterback of all time. Yes, he is. <laughs> he, literally, he just runs and scores touchdowns. That's all he does. Um, but Leonard Fournette, I'm surprised how bad he's been this year. Um, it's one of those things. I know he's not getting a lot of carries, but at the same time, when he does get them, he's done. He's not. He's not producing what he should. He's not as explosive as he was in the big. It was the second week. Second yes. week of the season, he had a really good game. Second, third week, he had a really good game. But he's been dealing with injuries throughout, so yeah. it's kind of been plaguing yep. him. Um, Tom Brady, I jokingly said, rushing the greatest rushing yeah. quarterback of all time. By far, not. No. Um, uh, he's me, great at that quarterback. Me and my dad were laughing though. Uh, this was his career rushing touchdown number twenty-four for wow. Tom. That's pretty good. That's insane. That is when you some get, running backs. I know. Well, I mean, when you consider it's Tom Brady, yeah, he don't run. No. He's got twenty-four career rushing touchdowns. That's cool. Um, but let's talk about the big, the big carry. Um, yes. this was. This was uh, accompanied by a massive run yes. on top of it, but let's just go Ronald Jones Jr. was 23 rushes, 192 yards, and touchdown. He had a 98-long rushing yard, you know, rushing touchdown yeah. uh, for 98 yards. Um, so if you longest take, in Tampa Bay history, I do believe. Yes, he yeah. broke the Tampa Bay record. He is the fourth player ever to run it from 90, 98 or farther. Gotcha. Uh, of course, there's only Tony two. Tony Dorsett, Derrick Henry. Ran from 99. Yep. The other one, I have no clue who it is. No, no, no. Um, Actually, the only reason we know that is because we're actually looking at... Yep, Tony Dorsett's Heisman. Oh, no, that with the helmet. Yeah, and the helmet. But, so, yeah. we, we have a helmet up here that says Derrick Henry and Tony Dorsett, 99-yard touchdown. The H both signed it that way. Yeah. And the date they did it. Yeah. I mean, many, many years apart. Yes, it is. A lot what, of years. 30 years? Yeah. 30? Yeah. 30 years apart? 35 years? Probably, yeah. Pretty close. 83 to 18, 35 yeah. years? Yep. That's a lot. That's that a is lot. a lot of years. Um... Where are we at? <laughs> oh, Ron Jones. Yeah, he broke a nine. He broke a ninety-eight. Let's take the ninety-eight yard touchdown run off. He had twenty-two carries for a about ninety-some yards. About ninety-some yards. Um, let's compare. Let's compare that more or less because the ninety-eight yarder is a it yes changes his stats by far. It does. Um, although we can't take it away. No, he did have a nice game. But let's more look at the the twenty-two carry ninety-four yard. I looked it up, 94 yep. yard, 22 carry, 94 yard game he had. Still a good game, though. Yes, still a good game. Um, Just kind of kept the ball away from the Panthers. Yep. Kind of what you need to do. Um, Then also, Chris Godwin with six rushes. I had six catches, 92 yards. Mike Evans, six for 77 and a touchdown. Gronkowski, two for 51. Brait, three for 31. Both of them had touchdowns. Um, Chris Godwin, great game. Yes. Mike Evans, fantastic game. This is probably one of the better, better games better game yep. he's had. Gronk had a great game. Gronk, I love ha- seeing Gronk have good games. Everyone yes. loves Gronk. Yeah. Bray, the backup tight end, had a really good game. Another big game was seven catches, 69 yards on eight targets with, with Antonio Brown. Yeah. And the one he missed was about about a was Tom Brady overthrown, which would have been a, a what a 60 yard touchdown Probably. catch. So that was massive. Yeah. Antonio could have had a big game. Yeah. Antonio Brown's been doing really well. He's kind of keeping his head so down. far down and. Uh, Out of the spotlight. Smart. Uh, um, but Ronald Jones did have a fumble and lost a fumble. At Mars, his great game. Yes. Um, and JPP had an interception. Which um, is insane to which think was, about. Yeah. Shaq Barrett had a sack. Um, and also um, Justin Watson. Yep. Pierre had Paul a had a sack. Barrett had a sack. Yep. Justin Watson had a sack. Shaq, of course, uh, last year's sack leader. So. Yes. Um, 
kicking stats wise, this is actually kind of funny. Uh, Suckup was four for four on, on extra points and field goals. He was yes. eight for eight on the day, complete uh, in total. Yeah. But between them two, there was not a punt. Yeah, it's amazing. That offense did not punt. There's not a single punting stat. Yeah. Do you see one? No. I don't mm-hmm. see one either, which no. is kind of hard to think about. That is. Especially from the game that they did against the Saints, where that punter was out there every. He got worked. Every, he got worked hard, and then, then this game he doesn't even get out there. Yeah, he's probably thinking, "Oh, thank God." I know. My legs with a fall. He got a bye week. He got um, a bye week. Uh, but now we we'll move on to um, the Houston uh, Texans at Cleveland uh, Cleveland Browns. Um, this game was delayed. Yes, this game was delayed, and this game was a train wreck to watch. Um, it because was of the delay. Because of the delay. Uh, Houston was 20, Deshaun Watson was 20 of 30, 163 yards, touchdown, no pick. Not a terrible day considering the weather. It was very windy and rainy. They had a big storm to come up. That was what the delay was. Um, but uh, David Johnson, I mean, Duke Johnson was 14 rushes, 54 yards. Uh, Deshaun Watson was 8 for 36 rushing. Cobb was the leading receiver, 341. Um, then uh, Pharaoh Brown had a touchdown for the Houston Texans. Uh, the defense, outside of Corey Lugit, had a sack. Outside of that, nobody else did anything on defense of any note. Um, and then uh, Fairbairn, Fairbairn, I yep. guess, um, he missed a field goal, which is huge in this game. Uh, they lost 10-7, to but same thing with the wind, with the rain. Very difficult to kick in that. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Yeah, you can you – can, it lessens the blow of it. Um, yes. But now for the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield's 12 of 20, 132 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Not a bad game. Didn't turn the ball over. Smart. Um, th- now this is where they, they had a running game. Now this is a running game here. Well, uh, there's also some things we can talk about that running game. Yes. But Kareem Hunt was 19 rushes, 104 yards. Nick Chubb, 19 rushes, 126 yards, and a touchdown. His long on the day was 59 yards, which should have been two touchdowns. Should have been 60 yards and two touchdowns uh, for his long. Uh, but he ran the ball uh, at the end of the game, ran it down to the one-yard line, and then went out of bounds. A lot of betters probably went furious over it. Um, I was. I, I'm sure you were. Um, I had I had the I had the Browns winning by ten. Yep, and I was ticked. Yeah, uh, and but it was a uh, bad moment for that. Um, but it was one of those things. I guess he thought it was the right move, but I know it's not. Just score a touchdown. <laughs> no score. <laughs> improve your stats. Um, you're not Todd Gurley. <laughs> just score <a> touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the Falcons defense. You got Miles Garrett. You're good. Um, but um, at the same and then um, now you have Rashard Higgins three receptions, 48 yards. Uh, as the leading receiver. Um, J.C. Treader, the center, did fumble, but he did not lose it. Um, and then Miles Garrett had half a sack. Sheldon, Rick- Sheldon Richardson had a sack. And um, Larry Ojinjabi had Larry a Obinjobi. half a sack as well. Yep. Um, and then Cody Parkey, one for one, one for one, on two goals and extra ones. How does Cody Parkey go one for one if Fairbairn doesn't? <laughs> I know. It's amazing. Cody Park is a turnaround comeback player of the year. <laughs> um, but um, now we're going to move on to the uh, football team versus the Lions. This game was a wild game. I watched this game. Um, the Lions. It was a good game. Yep. Um, they did have a new announcer. I do want to talk about that. Aqib Talib was the announcer for this game. Do what? He was announcing this game, and it was hilarious. I didn't notice that. Yep. It was hilarious listening to him. Um, he was kind of the. Uh, um, kind of the he was giving giving it the players talk as far as how when you're watching the game uh, it was funny um, but he did a good job um, now for the yep good job Keith um, now for the uh, football team Alex Smith did get his first start in three years 
two and a half, probably. Probably around that two. time. Yeah, definitely two. two. Definitely two. Definitely two. Um, he was all last. He yep. was all last season. Yep. Year before and then that. Half a season. Half a season. Yeah. So two years. Yep. Um, but Alex Smith, he was thirty-eight of fifty-five, three hundred ninety yards, no touchdowns, no picks. That was a good game. Yeah, it's a really good Throwing game. Throwing 55 times in your first game back. Poor um, guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Antonio Gibson was 13 rushes, 45 yards, two touchdowns. Um, and then J, uh, uh, J.D. McKenzie was eight rushes, six yards, and a touchdown. Um, they pretty much used their running backs in the red zone. That's pretty much all they did. Um, they passed their way there and then ran the ball to get in. Um, but Terry McLaurin had a great game, seven receptions, 95 yards. Logan Thomas is becoming a really good tight end for the football team. Four yes. receptions, 65, 66 yards. Could have had another touchdown if Alex Smith put it on on the money. He could have had a touchdown. But that's besides the point. Um, Terry McLaurin did lose a fumble. He had it, one fumble and lost it. Also, um, Steven Sims had a fumble but did not lose it. Um, and then... Uh, Cameron Curl had a sack for the football team. Uh, you would think it'd probably Chase Young or Montez Sweat or Dan Payne, but no, it was a corner. Um, he had a sack. Uh, Hopkins did miss a field goal. Big oof. <laughs> Massive <laughs> oof. Yep, um, that was a goof. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> something to keep your eye on. Um, but the Lions had a huge lead at halftime. They were up 17-3. to and then they came out and scored another touchdown, so it was like 24-3 at that point. And then all of a sudden, the football team scored 7 points in the third, 17 in the fourth, and they tied it up at the end of the game. But then Matt Stafford, the clutchness that he displayed, uh, drove him down the field with, they had, I think it was two timeouts left. They threw the ball um, and got right down there into field goal range. Matt Prater. Mr. Money um, saved Tebow's career that one year. He made every kick. Yes, um, he did. Uh, he uh, kicked game-winning field goal for them, a 59-yarder. Yeah, um, which was a awesome. 60-yard kick. Yes, um, but Matt Stafford was 24-33, 276, three touchdowns, no picks. Great game for Matt Stafford. Um, DeAndre Swift is actually being used and actually playing well um 16 rushes 81 yards um he did a great job in that and also receiving the ball five receptions 68 yards and touchdown um marvin hall had two receptions 61 yards and touchdown the big uh, receiver on the day was marvin jones eight receptions 96 yards and a touchdown um kenny galladay was still out yes he was. so we both said that we we both had the lions win this game yes we did and uh, Jamie Collins did have a fumble recovery for their defense. Um, he also forced fumble twice. <laughs> Impressive. Yeah. Um, well, I was trying to get out of the point. Is we both had the Lions win, but we said Ken, uh, Marvin Jones has to step yes. up with Kenny Galladay. He did. Yep. He did. Hawkinson, we had to say, had a big game. He did not, but we did not expect DeAndre Swift to have a big yep. game. Yep. So, good job, Swift. And yes. Marvin Hall had a good game. He's a good number three for them, but he he had a, and he had a nice game to uh, compliment that. Yep. Danny Amendola was supposed to be the star of this team. Yeah. Nope. Completely fell off. Yep. Um, then also, uh, Romeo Aquara had a sack, and Everson Griffin had a sack, a former Cowboy who did absolutely nothing for us. You get a sack here, you suck. I know. But uh, Matt Prater was 3-for-3 three three on field goals and 3-for-3 three three on extra points. So Detroit's quietly a 4-5 and five team, right around 8-8. Eight and eight. They're doing mm-hmm. pretty good this year. They're improving. Um, now we move on. More wins than I had a map. Yeah. Now we're moving on to one of the more shocking uh, kind of point differentials: um, Green Bay Packers uh, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was a twenty-four to twenty Green Bay victory. I had them winning by thirteen to fourteen points. I had them <laughs> win by two touchdowns. Yep. You beat the Jaguars with no Minshew by four mm-hmm. points. Yep. Matt Lafleur should be embarrassed. Yes, he should. 
I mean, absolutely embarrassed. This is at Lambeau Field. At Lambeau Field, this is not okay. No, Mm-mm. this is not okay. When you're talking about this, when you're talking about this Packers team, you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers being concerned for the MVP. This is a game where that is not he is not playing like no MVP. This is a very embarrassing game for him. Yes, it was. Um, and for this entire team, they're seven and two, and they should be six and three. Yep. Because you should lost the Jaguars. For even letting them be this close. Yeah. Do we tell? Do we say we had the Browns win this game versus the Texans? Oh, no. Nah, but we did. We had the Browns winning. We had the Browns winning. Yep. And the Texans. Yep. We had the Packers winning this game. They did. Yes, we did. Right yeah. now we're perfect. Yeah. Right now we're on a roll. But. This was just disappointing. It was. Um, for Jake Luton, had a great game. 18-35, 169, touchdown to pick. Great game for him. Um, uh, James Robinson, though, fantastic game. 23 rushes, 109 yards. Um, he's really a quietly really good player that has been undrafted and has played extremely well when he got his chance. Um, yes. Keelan Cole, 5 reception, 47 yards, touchdown. DJ Chark, 456. Um, and then... Sidney Jones had an interception. Uh, he used to play for Eagles, um, and he also had a forced fumble for the Jaguars defense. C.J. Henderson also had a forced fumble. Uh, Miles Jack had a recovery. Yep. And Devon Hamilton had a sack. Um, and do keep in mind, uh, Keelan Colt did have a punt return for a touchdown. Yes, he did. No. He did. Yeah, he had a punt return did. for a touchdown. Yep. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers. Broke, kickers, broke the punter's ankles. Yes. I mean, he had him on skates. He did. Um, Aaron Rodgers with 24-34, 3.25, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, good game numbers-wise for him. It was just um, he didn't consistently get third-down conversions, that kind of stuff. That It was in the big moment Aaron Rodgers kind of disappeared, Yes, which an MVP does not know. Uh, he had uh, Aaron Jones with 13 rushes, 46 yards. Jamal Williams, 8 for 30. Not a good run day. Um, Aaron Rodgers with 3 for rushing and a touchdown. Um, Marquez Valdez-Gantling. Had a fantastic game. Four receptions, 149 yards, and a touchdown. I, I'll tell you what, that touchdown pass, he, that touchdown catch he had, yes. his lead blocker, the referee, mm-hmm. was just phenomenal. If you've not seen that clip, go watch it. It was actually really funny. Yes, it was. He used the referee as the lead blocker it was inadvertently. Yep, and it was genius, though. I mean, the ref was there inadvertently, yep. but he, he he knew what he was doing. Yep. He, he cut behind the ref and... and had the had the players run into him. Yep. Uh, Devontae Adams had eight receptions, six six yards, and a touchdown as well. Um, Devontae Adams did have a fumble lost, um, and then Aaron Jones fumbled but did not lose it. Uh, Adrian Amos, a former uh, Chicago Bears safety, had an interception, uh, and then Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith both had a sack, and um, Rashad Gar- Rashawn Gary had a sack as well, and then Mason Crosby's automatic as normal. Yep. Uh, Gary was a first round pick last year. Yes, out of Michigan. Did. Nothing. Yep. So for him to actually have a sack is actually shocking to yes. have. It's a, it, here, it, yeah. him, him, him on the stat sheet yep. is actually weird to hear. Him and Taco, both out of Michigan. Moral of the story: Don't draft Michigan defensive end. Nope, they both. Unless failed. you're Chase Winovich. Chase Winovich, the only one that's pretty good. But he was, but he was a low but pick. He, yep. It was a. Uh, you have to be smart drafting Michigan people. You yes. Back it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if, if Harbaugh went, ain't teaching them well, apparently. No. They definitely I mean, not this year. I mean, even historically, they really don't have a lot of great no, draft picks. They don't. I mean, probably the top three that the top ones that come to mind to me, uh, Desmond Howard for the Packers yep. was a great receiver, kick returner for a season. Yep. Um, that safety, uh, Charles Woodson, I think he did yeah. pretty good. And I think that quarterback, uh, Tom Brady. 
No, he sucked. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was number bad. ten. I think is yep. overrated. Got drafted way higher than what he should have. Yeah, know. he should have been. He should have been easily like two fifty. Yep. Got drafted yeah. one ninety nine. Yep, crazy. But anyway, Patriots were fools for taking him. Yes, they were. Do we see a number move? Hmm. Releasing him? <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you don't know already, this is sarcasm <laughs> through the mic. <laughs> um, we we have a doctorate in sarcasm. Yes, so, we do. Uh, um, now moving on to the next game is NFC East battle: uh, the Giants against the Eagles, and we both picked Giants, and the Giants won. Um, congratulations, Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes was dropping dimes and running like a monster. Um, didn't trip over himself, which was great. Um, <laughs> the turf monster couldn't yeah. get him today. <laughs> Carson Wentz was 21-37, 208, no touchdowns, no picks. Not a great game. Not a bad game. He didn't have any turnovers. That was the big thing. Yes. When, when, I mean, he didn't have any turnovers. He had two fumbles, but he didn't lose either yeah. one of them. But it's he limited his turnovers, so in that case, yes. But he, did, he was not the offensive player he needed yes. to be. Um, Miles Sanders had a great game rushing, 15-85. Uh, I think they should have given it to him more. I'm in this game. I agree. Um, and then Boston Scott had three or s- three rushes, six three yards, and touchdown. Corey Clement had one five him more. I know both of them uh, just run the ball. Um, yes. Then uh, Richard Rodgers had four receptions, sixty yards. He was the leading receiver. Um, and Wentz had two fumbles. Jalen Hurts had a fumble. None of them lost it. Um, and then um, Derek Barnett had a sack. Fletcher Cox had a sack. And um, Hargrave and Curry both had half a sack. Right. Um, so, uh, Elliot was one for one, uh, but the Eagles are in a just bad spot. Yeah. Right now. Here's the thing. Here's my two problems with the Eagles right now. And you can say their health, their health is what is hurting them. Carson Wentz has been very inconsistent. In, he and uh, I agree with Brett Favre. If you did not hear Brett Favre's comments, Brett Favre made a comment that said. They picked the wrong quarterback. They yeah. should have went with Foles over Wentz. Yep. I completely agree with what he said. I do, too. Foles fits that system. He does. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is not, is nothing. Is I, I just don't like him. His I mean, off the field, he's a great guy. Yeah. On the field, he's not a, he's not a he's not a great quarterback. He had one fluke season. Yes. And for Doug Peterson, him being um, how do I say this? Stubborn in the way he plays. Yes. Uh, Very because. Stubborn. He's 30, like RPO, 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 RPO. Yeah, because 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 thirty-seven pass attempts when you run the ball that well is ridiculous. Yes. Um, because this defense has no run support. No. You should be pounding that ball with Miles Sanders. He had a great game. You seen Boston Scott break a bunch. Yes. So, why are you not giving them these guys the ball more? That was my. That's a huge problem for me. When you're looking at this, that's pure stubbornness. Yes. Um, and then trying to bring in Jalen Hurst to be. The uh, Taysom Hill and Not him hard. fumbling the ball. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of problems. Um, and listen, I do know you want a Super Bowl. Yeah. Congratulations, you want a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback, yeah. technically. So that is impressive. But Doug Peterson has not shown me anything since. No. Not an Eagles fan. He's just still not shown me anything no. since that says he's a a stellar head coach. Yes. He has not shown. Uh, Carson Wentz hasn't shown anything from that MVP season. Yep. His rookie year, he was terrible. Yes. His second year, he was great, blew his, and had an ACL tear. Yep. That happens. Yep. People recover from that one. But afterwards, he looks he looks scared. He looks scared his first year back, yes. which you can be yeah, worried about your knee. But he is still, still being so inconsistent. He's not shown anything great. No. I know they've won the division since he since he since he's yeah. been back once once yeah, but. It's the NFC East. It's the NFC East. I could win it. Yeah, I know. Um, 
So it's it's really a matter, and they did pay him, so it's like... Yeah, you're kind of screwed right now. Yes, and I know Doug Peterson came out and responded to Brett Favre's comments. Yes. He did say, Carson Wentz is our guy. Yeah. Well, of course he's your guy. What else are you going to say? Yeah, He has not to be, be like, guy. Yeah, we screwed up. We really want to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, he's on the block. You can't say that. No. Um, because then your franchise falls apart after that. Yep. Carson Wentz has not shown me anything, and I know Eagle fans are so bitter about Carson Wentz, yes. and they love Doug Peterson. I have not seen anything from either guy. Uh-uh. And I think it's more Peterson's offense was so simplistic that any they, yes. now they got film on it, they, yeah. can, they can coach against it because the Giants murdered them this game. They it, just, it was a slaughter. I mean, it wasn't a slaughter fest because the score doesn't show it, but no. they beat them handily. They were destroying them, and then the Eagles had a great third quarter, scored 14 points, but then after that, it was nothing. Right. It was you had you had one good quarter of football. Yep. Which it kept you in the game, yes. But when the Giants consistently score touchdowns every quarter, yes. that's how you should be playing yep. football. Now let's talk about this, this Giants team. And I know they're ravaged with injuries, and I understand that. Yes. But there's still a lot even of if they're fully healthy, they would still not go over eight and eight, in my opinion. No, they just don't have. I just don't. No. Have, they don't think that. I don't think that they have the talent. Nope, they don't. They, they don't have the. They don't have the. Uh, it just doesn't doesn't just, look like it. No. It just that team they're just, figured out. They're they too, are. They're. It's like when um. Who was it? It's kind of like when a coach it kind of falls on deaf ears. I guess you'd say it's kind of Jim Schwartz has been there for about six seven years. Same mm-hmm. thing with Doug Peterson. It's one of those things you just keep hearing the same things over and over and over and over and over again. That your players are just like, eh. They come numb to. Yep, they come numb to it. It's just what happened with Jason Garrett as well, which he should have been gone before it got numb to him. But anyway, um, and it's just one of those things. Uh, here, per example, you had the greatest show on turf. Yep. Dick Vermeil. Yep. Had the greatest show on turf. And then he won. He went to two Super Bowls, only won one. Yep. And you had the greatest show on turf. Listen to the name, and yep. you only go to two Super Bowls, and you only win one. And then it fell apart for me. And then it fell apart. I mean, because defenses were like, all right, this is what they do. Boom, stopped it. And then, right. I mean, every system is able to be able to figure it out. Yes. It's it's coaches that keep innovating and stuff like that. Yep. And health is a big thing to do with oh, it. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't, but it, it just seems like the mystique of Doug Doug Peterson's gone. Yes. And the mystique of Carson. I don't even know there was any mystique. No, there was half a season, I guess. Yeah. Half season of it. Um, that mystique's the mystique's gone. Yes. Um, um, now it's for the, more remembered for Nick Foles coming in and yeah. When your greatest season is remembered for your backup coming in for you. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Nope. Um, now for the Giants, Daniel Jones, twenty-one to twenty-eight, two forty-four, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, he also had nine rushes, sixty-four yards, and touchdown. Uh, Wayne Gallman was. 18 to 53, two touchdowns, rushing the ball. Um, Darius Slayton, number one receiver, five receptions, 93 yards. He's a really good player. Been playing extremely well for them. Um, and Daniel Jones did not fumble. So great job, Daniel Jones. Held on the ball well. Yes, he's doing improving every week. He's doing a great job. Um, Jason Garrett, I'll give him props. He's doing a great job calling the games mm-hmm. as offensive coordinator for them. He he was not, not, now that's not contradictive. He wasn't a god awful coach. No, he wasn't. He was very simplistic, though. Yes, very average. Very average. He was an average coach. He would be a good coordinator. Yes. And he has been a good coordinator, yep. especially for this team, helping Daniel Jones develop. Now, the next season, he'll probably, he'll probably do exactly what he did with Zeke and just yeah. completely screw the offense up. Yep. But as of right now, I can say he's actually not a bad coordinator. No, he's actually shocked me. Yeah. Um, Daniel Jones um, continues to continues to improve, like you said. Um, you got through the rushing stats, didn't you? Yes, I went through everything. You went through everything? Yeah. Okay, I had to completely zone out. Defensively, they had three sacks. Yeah. But that was it. Um, I don't think anybody big had a sack. 
Nah. Uh, Drew Bill Peppers had half a sack. Yep. Uh, Trent Harris had the other half. Uh, Dexter Lawrence actually had a sack, which was good yes. for him. Uh, kind of a 50-50 player. Yeah. Uh, and Godot was perfect. Uh, but when you look at Daniel Jones, and he, he Slade Shepard, Ingram, Tate, yep. Deion Lewis, not a bad combination. They do need more pieces, though. Yes. They need an offensive line for the love of God. They need another tight end. They need another tight end. They need a, they need an offensive line, and they need Saquon a, back. <laughs> they need Saquon back for sure. And the defense needs something. Yeah, linebacker. I would say linebacker. Maybe a little bit upgrade up front seven. Yeah, just front seven. I think their back end's not too terrible. Not they're not being. They're not. They haven't been actually this season. No. When you really look at this team, there are a lot of positives yes. with this team. You, you got your head coach. Joe Judge is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, I keep Joe Judge. And, and really, Freddie Kitchens does not do a bad as a coordinator. No. Which, he should never, he's a defensive guy. Yeah, he, he should have never been never coach. been the head coach. No. Garrett's doing fine offense yes. coordinator, so that we'll, we'll leave that one to uh, to later. later. But as of right now, he's doing fine. Yep. I think I you can say with a lot of certainty and a lot of hope, two things. One... For everyone who said Dwayne Haskins over Daniel Jones, yeah, they goofed. There's a bridge. Good yep. job. That's a terrible pick. Yep. I said it was a terrible <laughs> pick. I, you and me both said it was a terrible yeah. pick. We said Daniel Jones was a better prospect yep, over is. him, and he'd fit in this system better. Yep. He has. Daniel Jones has done fantastic. And moving off that, yep. Haskins sucks. Oh, yeah. Number two point being, Daniel Jones is the future of this franchise. Yep. I would definitely uh, extend his fifth year option for sure. Um, after th- I would not sign him to a deal yet. I'd no. wait till after that contract yep. to wait till the rookie years are over. But yes. I would definitely extend his fifth year. Yep, I would solidify that. Yeah. Uh, but after that, I would uh, I would definitely look to so- sign him to a, a nice con nice nice contract. Yeah. Um, and build around him because this is this is the quarterback of the future for, the, for this Giants team. This is in Eli and we we talk about Eli Manning a lot. Eli Manning is a great quarterback. He's mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yep. You want to debate that? Go in the description. Uh, go in the comment section and debate yeah. that because I will tell you right now he yep. is a Hall he of is. Famer. Yep. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. You have the exact arm of Eli. You had the yes. IQ of Eli. And he he needs speed. experience. And he actually had, can run. That's the difference. Yep. This this is a mobile. This is a mobile Manning, yep. which is very very helpful. It is. So give this kid some help. Give this kid a little more time, and he he will have he when, will he, when he gets that yep. experience like Eli did. This guy. Can yep, with the right pieces around him, he has the ability to take them to the Super Bowl. Yes, I think for them it's kind of a two to three year plan for them. I think they need to have to good load off up, season. Continue to load up on defense. Continue to get a great defense. Continue to get a great offensive line. Mm-hmm. Get a few more skilled players, and then just go for it. And let third and, or fourth year, and, and let and let, let Danny go. go. Yep. Because there's a reason they the nickname Danny Dimes is there. Yep. And that's the same thing a, with Eli because he came in about 05, 04, 04 when he got 05. drafted. And then he, I think it was like a half a year, and then he came in because Kurt Warner was playing bad. Right, I was saying he's back. He was, yeah. Yes, he was Kurt Warner's backup. Yes. And so it was like, and then after that, it was three years, and then they won a Super Bowl. And so it's one of those things, I think, three years, three to four years, I think, mm-hmm. give him some time. And then let him go win a Super Bowl. Yep, this is a guy I can definitely see winning a Super Bowl yes. with the Giants. I could see him, and if he does decide, if they do decide to cut him, and he goes to another team, he mm-hmm. will be a 
Yes. He'll be a star. He this will. guy, he, he has a lot of talent. He does. Um, especially with what he's been given, limited talent-wise. And this is where I'm comparing it. You have Wentz and you have Daniel Jones. Yes, Daniel Jones' team is healthier. Yeah. He still lost his number one player. Yes. Which is a huge loss. Yes, you lost a Saquon. That's not a something you can just replace. No. Um, but he lost his number one player. And they keep playing well, close in games against yes. good teams, too. Yes. I'm not saying the, the, the Eagles aren't. But there's a lot of different yes. uh, perspectives of them. I think the I think the Giants are getting hot right now. Yeah. I think Daniel Jones is playing playing well, and the mistakes he's making are more or less he's either trying to force it, which he really doesn't do, no. or it's a tip or something like that, or the fumble. He, he just, fumbles a lot. He fumbles a lot because he can't he but, can't stand up straight. Yep, because it was offensive line. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Versus where Carson Wentz is trying to make plays, trying to force yes. stuff. And, and being foolish with and the ball. that's why you get screwed up. And that's why you get screwed up. Yeah. I think right now Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Yes. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. Yes, I 100%. do. Yep. Um, You could say, well, look at the records. I don't look at that. That's a team thing. Yep. I look at this guy's ability to throw the football, and I look at his 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 IQ. IQ. Yep. His IQ is off the charts. Yep. Um, his IQ is something that you, a lot of quarterbacks would love to have. Yes. Um, But the, Daniel Jones, to me... He's, yep. he's the future of the New York Giants. He is. And the Giants fans, go buy his jersey, go buy yep. his stuff, uh, because this guy's. I, I could see him being in New York for a long time. Definitely. Um, if he doesn't, he's going to go to a team that's going to make him a, a – he's going to make a star. Yes. Come on down to Cowboys. You are going to actually see him going, <laughs> and you're going to think I'm crazy. Well, not crazy. I could see the, I could see the, the Steelers making a trade for him. Yeah, I could Once see Ben's done. Yep. I could see him going to Pittsburgh. If yeah. he goes to Pittsburgh, that'd be crazy. You're, that's a Super Bowl champion team. Yep, it is. If, I mean, immediately. Oh, yeah. It would be. Um, now moving on to uh, Chucky uh, just murdered the Broncos. Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders took down the Denver Broncos 37-12. to um, Drew Locke was 23-47, 257, touchdown, and four picks. Bad game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon rushing the ball at 46. Philip Lindsay only got four carries for two yards. I uh, don't know whether it was injury or something. Um, I didn't watch the game. Um, but Jerry Judy was four receptions, 68 yards, leading receiver. Um, Deshaun Hamilton did score a touchdown uh, for the Denver Broncos. He did have a fumble, though, and he lost it. Uh, Drew Locke fumbled but did not lose it. Um, and defensively, they did absolutely nothing. Um, and then um, for the Raiders, um, Derek Carr was 16 to 25, 154 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Um, Josh Jacobs was um, uh, 21 attempts for 112 yards, two touchdowns. Devin Booker, I not Devin Booker, uh, Devontae Booker um, was 16 rushes, uh, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Great rushing game for him, both of these players. Um, they played outstanding games and definitely won the game for them. Um, and then. Just uh, receiving-wise, uh, Darren Waller was the number one receiver. He was tight end, three receptions, 37 yards. Um, and uh, Nevin Lawson did fum- uh, recover a fumble. Jeff Heath had an interception, uh, former Cowboy. Good job. Yes, um, sir. Carl Nassip had an interception, who is a defensive end. Also, Nick Kiowatsky had an interception as well. Um, defensively, the uh, Raiders played outstanding football. Max Crosby did get a sack, and um, Nicholas Morrow had a sack as well. So, few things to cover in this game. Yep. And we both picked the Raiders in this game we as did. well. Um, let's start with the Raiders. Uh, I want to go with uh, uh, Trayvon Mullins. 
Um, yep. Had a very scary moment in the game. Uh, he got hit, got up, started walking away, and then collapsed. Mm. They're saying that he had a concussion. It just kicked in late. Yep. Which is, not kicks in late, but it kicked in late. Yep. Um, That's wild. Hoping that he's okay. It was kind of a scary moment because I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. A guy get up, walk, and then just collapse. Yeah, collapse, yeah. Um, definitely a scary moment. Um, hoping he's okay. Yes. Um, he'll probably miss a couple games with that one. Probably. Um, the Raiders offense, the Raiders rushing game, the Raiders every the, the offense looked great. Gruden did great. The defense looked great. Um on the side of the Broncos now. I still believe Sutton, Judy, yes. Lindsay, and Locke, and Fant are the five stars of this team that will lead this team to the future. Yep. They're Offensively. Just, of course, now you got Von Mill on the defense. They just need the, an offensive line and upgrade the defense. Yes. The coaches I think I do like the coach, Van yep. Joseph. I like him a lot. No, so, big Van Gio. I'm sorry, Vance. I, <laughs> I'm having a bad day with names. Yeah, you are. That's all right. Today's names is not my thing today. Uh, yes, Vangio, Nick, uh, Vic Vangio, uh, the V, the Vic and Van. <laughs> um, uh, Vangio had a, uh, he's a good coach, so they just need to give this team just time and health. Um, and a nice offseason. Yep. Um, Moving on now to the... Uh, oh, hang on. This is what I'm going to say. Okay. Tim Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fool. <laughs> He's a fool. When you're down in a game like that, I know you're frustrated. Keep your emotions in check and don't punch guys. That's stupid. That's how you hurt your team more. Yeah. Okay? You're 3-6. and six. Yes, it's not a great record, but you still had the opportunity to improve your record and possibly get to yeah. uh, a 6-win, 7-win, maybe even 8-win yeah. season. You... Punching guys and getting yourself suspended because yeah. you'll be suspended again oh, yeah. for throwing a punch. You getting yourself suspended for doing something stupid is how you hurt your team. You had the perfect opportunity to become the the absolute number three on this team. Yeah. Now you're giving it back to Deshaun Hamilton to have who had a, a have, touchdown. Who had a touchdown? You're giving uh, KJ Hamler a opportunity to become that number three, that true number three. Yeah. That's a foolish move, a stupid move. Yeah. He hurts his team. Lindsey, I think I think he got hurt because four yeah. carries for two yards is not smart. No. Melvin Gordon, I want him out. Yes, I want him definitely. out of that. I want him out of that 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 team. I, he's not a fit there. He's not producing the way he should nope. be. That they wanted him to. Yes, he's a, producing about what I thought he was yeah, going to produce. Same here. So I've um, never been a Melvin Gordon fan. Never been a Melvin Gordon fan. When your mom ain't buying your own jersey, that tells yeah, you something. That tells you something right there. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of room for this team to grow, and it, the GM, which. Apparently there's some problems up in the up in the yeah. front office. They need a fix. This team needs a fix yep, quick. They do because they have a lot of talent yes. that can go far. They just need to fix it quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yep. You have an off season to fix it, or you're gonna start having some problems with this team. Yep. Um, next up is the Steelers uh, and the Bengals. Um, this game we both picked the Bengals in this game because we thought they could actually win. Um, and the, I think it was the weather that kind of got to them. Plus, just Steelers were in a revenge game. Yes. Um, uh, the Bengals. Uh, Burrow was 21 of 40, 213, and a touchdown, no pick. Um, not a bad game at all from Burrow. Um, he did what he was dealt with. Um, T. Higgins, 7 receptions, 115 yards, touchdown, great receiving day. Rushing, if you t- tuned in to watch the rushing game, it was non-existent on either teams. Um, P. Ran was 7 for 48. Bernard, 8 for 30. Not the best rushing yeah, day. Yeah, Mixon was out again. Yep, Mixon was out again. Um, what hurt him the most for the Bengals was Alex 
Erickson and T. Higgins both had a fumble and both lost a fumble. Yeah. And the T. Higgins one I know was a huge one because that was when they started driving. It was still close, and it just screwed them. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow at the game uh, did go to the, uh, when, when he saw the press did say that this game was completely on him, and you know he he said we're in the game at half. If I don't come out in the second half and play like crap, yeah, uh, we're in this game. It's noble for Joe to say that, but it's not his fault. And yes, his Complete. his inac- he was inaccurate with uh, with only he's just about fifty percent. Yep. But to a degree, look at the team you're playing. Yes, you have a impossible team with no offensive line and limited receiver, li- limited talent on, yeah. on with you. Um, I still think T. Higgins. Yes, he had the fumble. This kid's gonna be phenomenal, though. Yep. He had a phenomenal game. This kid will be phenomenal. Yep. And then you have AJ Green out there catching butterflies. Yep, he had five targets, no catches. He's um, done absolutely nothing this year. No, he he needs to go. Yes. Um, Tyler Boyd's another star. Uh, and Mixon is really good. And you're show and now you're yep. seeing how good Mixon truthfully is because this offensive rushing game is gone. Yeah, it's gone. Those three guys, along with Burrow, are the future of this team. And let them guys yep. work, especially Higgins. Higgins, yes. I think, is the big he focal point. Um, now for the Steelers, Big Ben was twenty-seven at forty-six, three thirty-three, four touchdowns, no picks. Great game for Big Ben. Um, James Conner was 13 rushes, 36 yards, not much at all. Um, uh, Deontay Johnson had a game, six receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Juju, nine for 77, and a touchdown. And then Claypool, four for 56, and two touchdowns. Yeah, just insane. Yep, insane he, receivers. He, he went He went with his top three receivers all game, and they yep. just and they ate. Uh, Claypool was bigger in the red zone. The biggest thing, though, I look at all these guys and look at the targets now compared to the receptions, and mm-hmm. it doesn't it, it, it hurts a lot. Yes. Uh, DeAndre Johnson, of course, he had this 116 yards on touchdown in, on his catches, but he had 11 targets. Juju, 13 targets. Yep. Claypool, 10 targets on four catches. That's not good. No. He's been yes, he was trying to force the ball, but in certain situations, you just need to pull up yep. and, and be Check smart with that ball. Yep. He's um, a veteran. He yes. knows that. Um, Spillane had a sack. Dupree had a sack, and T.J. Watt had two sacks in this game. Yep. Uh, uh, Sutton also had a forced fumble. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Nelson had a recovery, and Benny Snell had a recovery. Yep. So it just, and like you said, T.J. Watt had two sacks. Uh, Splane had a sack. Dupree had a sack. Yep. And when you got Watt hitting you twice again with two sacks, you're getting hit hard. Yep. Uh, them Watt boys do know how to hit they hard. Do. So, uh, you know, Burrow did the best he could. Yeah. Like I said, this team, this is only the second game this entire yep. season where they've been out of it. And they caught the Steelers on a bad week. Well, yeah, one bad revenge game. Yeah, one they were they got embarrassed in Dallas. They won. They got embarrassed. Yep. Uh, but they 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 knew they had to get revenge game in in the divisional game, so they knew they had to come in here and yep. just mop them, and they did. Um, I still think though Burrow is the obvious choice for rookie of the year. Yes, easy. I know there's a couple other people who saying that no. he's not, but no, I disagree. Is. I think Burrow's the obvious number one choice for this game. This is the only probably the second bad game he's actually had. Yeah, it is. This one in the Ravens. Right, every other game he's been in. Yeah. So get this, and he's done everything he needs to do to be in the games. Yes. So it's yeah, he's and had both a couple of those games for funky weather, both rainy. Yeah, windy. it's kind of it, one of those it's, things. And, and like he probably isn't used to it. Yeah. Uh, but give Joe some time. Uh, yep. give this team some time in the off season. They're more. They're in the same situation the Broncos are in. Yep. You got pieces. Build around those pieces. Do it fast because yes. you are in a prime opportunity. You are. Uh, to do something uh, because you are under the radar right now. If you have an under the radar team who can actually do something, it's scary, very scary. Um, One of those teams yeah. is probably what's the next game. 
Uh, next game, I was going to go with Seattle and Rams. Okay, I was, I was more top of the Cardinals than the Bills. Oh, yeah. We're going to save that one to the, okay. towards the end okay. that was good. Um, but keep what I just said in mind, yeah. the Bills and the Cardinals. Uh, um, Rams and the Seahawks. This game, we both picked the Seahawks in this game, and the Rams won 23-16. Uh, um, Russell Wilson was 22-37, 248, and two picks, no touchdowns. He's forcing the ball too much, and yes, he's he uh, just trying to make too much stuff happen, like right. Carson Wentz. And it's one of those things he needs to calm down, just take Play what the game. defense gives him. Play what he does. He's never been like this. It's, no. He's always been just conservative, very smart, does what he needs to do, wins the game. Right. And that's what he needs to get back to doing. Uh, it doesn't help, though, that DJ Dallas is their leading rusher, and Alex Collins is their running back. Uh, um, no, actually... He was the leading rusher. Well, yeah, as far as running back, out Collins oh, was the yeah, running back. No, right. 11 rushes, 43 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Russell Wilson was 8 for 60. Um, Tyler Lockett was 5 for 66. DK Metcalf got shut down. Two receptions, 28 yards. Jalen Ramsey is putting on a great year yeah. this year. Very underrated. Um, been playing outstanding this year. Um, right. Russell Wilson did fumble and lost it yeah. as well, which is Jamal terrible. Adams forced a fumble. DJ Reed recovered it. Uh, Jamal Adams did have two sacks as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Puna Ford had a sack. Mm-hmm. Nice name. Yep. Um, now for the Rams, Jarrett Goff was 27-37, 302, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, rushing, still not the best. Cam Akers, 10 for 38. Um, Malcolm Brown, 6 for 33, two touchdowns. Uh, Daryl Henderson, 7 for 28, and a touchdown. They're trying to find their running back in the future because Gurley was yeah. supposed to be in and fell apart. Yep. Um, now uh, Josh Reynolds was 8 for 94. Uh, Tyler Higby was 3 for 60. Uh, top two receivers. Jarrett Goff did have a fumble and lost the fumble, but Leonard Floyd did recover. Leonard Floyd did recover the fumble, and Darius Williams had two two interceptions. Leonard Floyd recovered a fumble, not that one. Just yeah, one. a fumble. I don't know where they fumbled, who forced it, but he got the fumble yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Williams did have two interceptions, which, which is, is insane. insane. <laughs> and Leonard Floyd also had three sacks, which is crazy. Brockers had a sack, and then Terrell Lewis had two sacks. Yeah, they shut down Aaron Donald. They yep. just didn't shut anybody else down. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's kind of and four about those perfect. Uh, he did miss an extra point. Yep. This Rams defense has been playing outstanding this year. Um, they're really underrated. They can beat group. anybody. This Rams can beat anybody, lose to anybody. Yep, they can. That's so weird. let's talk about the Rams real quick. I agree. I, like I said, they can beat anybody. They can lose to anybody. The team is very inconsistent, but they're on the upper half of the of the league. They are. They're a quiet team, but they're going to be by the. They're going to be a playoff team for yes. sure. This Seattle team, they're still playing good. They're still they're still in games. They're still playing good. They're still six and three. They kind of fell off the past couple weeks after that loss to Arizona. They just have they just lost yep. their identity. Russell Wilson to me is not the MVP anymore. Not now. No. No. I I, I think that to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, for him to be in the MVP conversation anymore, he needs to pick it up. Other guys are stepping up in, in the in right now. Right now, Mahomes is number one in my opinion. Mahomes is the MVP right now. Mahomes is playing insane. Think about this: through ten weeks of football, ten weeks, he has thrown one pick. Yep, one, one interception. That was against the Raiders. Yep, uh-huh. in a in a and it was a it, that was their one loss, and they were barely in that, or really in it, and almost won it. Yeah, and actually, if you want to throw the pick, they probably would have won it. Yep. So, yes, he throws one pick. I think another guy in the MVP conversation um, right now is Rodgers. 
but he had a bad game that hurts his yep. standings. I think Brady's in the MVP conversation right now. He's Josh playing. Allen's in there. Josh Allen's definitely in there. I think after a certain player's game, he's in there now. Yep. Uh, Josh Allen's opponent. Yep. I think he's in the MVP conversation for sure. He had a really. Yep. He's having a phenomenal year. Yep. Um, Might be a first ever to do a record that is coming. But um, next up is a the Saints versus the 49ers. This game, uh, we both picked the Saints to win, and they did. 27-13. Um, San Francisco, Nick Mullins, 24-38, 2-47. Touchdown, two picks. Not the best game, um, but what do you expect? Um, um, Jarek McKinnon, 18, rushes, 33 yards. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, 7 receptions, 75 yards, and touchdown, but he had 14 targets. Um, yep. Then... Um, Let's see, Richie James and Ken Webster both had fumbles and fumbles lost. Um, Marcel Harris did have two fumble recoveries. Uh, the 49ers are just so injury riddled, just, I would just give up on the season, go 4-12. Yeah. Uh, Kerry Hader had a sack. Uh, uh, Javon Kinlaw had a sack and a half. And Jordan Willis had a half yep. a sack. Um, and Robbie Gold was perfect on the day. Um, if you are a fan of the San Francisco 49ers, scrap the season. Yep. Roll on. Look to look to the future. I would say though, a bright spot in this game and especially in the entire season. Ayuk's been a monster. Yes. Great pick. Javon Kinlaw been a great pick. Yes. Uh those two picks, phenomenal first yep. round picks. Congratulations on getting them in the yep. future. Um I think now that, if they're gonna be this high up in the draft, are they gonna keep Garoppolo? That's gonna be a fun question coming up soon. Um, there is a trade that's going yep. around uh, trade talking room. about trading them, so well. Do you hear where and for who? I've heard about Patriots from time to time. Okay. No, 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 no. I heard a big trade coming up. There is apparently a rumor that there is a th- a three-team trade that involves the Niners getting rid of Garoppolo. Yeah. They will send him to a certain team that has not been named. Apparently it's a team that needs a quarterback and is quarterback desperate. They need a quarterback that can manage yeah. the game, that could be a game manager like yeah. Garoppolo is. I suspect it's the the Vikings. Yeah. Apparently, they're just, just the Vikings are a team that has been mentioned a little bit. Yeah. The Vikings would get Garoppolo. Yep. They would send something to a mystery team, which I'm about to name. You're a freak when I do. And that mystery team will send their quarterback, their starting quarterback currently, yep. to the Niners. Yeah. And that mystery team is Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers will become a 49er. Yeah. The draft pick that should have been yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah, that'd be wild. But apparently, that's the look. Yeah, uh, they were comparing Garoppolo and Rogers' contracts. There's no difference. Mm-hmm. So they're not. I mean, there's a little bit of difference, but they're not picking yeah. up a ton. It's not hitting their cap super hard. Yeah. That'd so, be a great move for the 49ers. Terrible move for the Packers. But <laughs> well, they have to get rid of Rogers because they want to go with Jordan Love. Yeah, which so, is stupid anyway. So. Well, yeah, but they're getting. But I think it'd be like like uh, the Vikings give up like Adam Thielen. Yeah. And like a like a first round pick yeah, or whatever. like it's a big it's a massive three team trade. Yep. It'd be like the big it'd be one of the biggest trades in NFL history. Yeah, you're talking about Garoppolo, Rodgers. Yep. I mean, you're talking about a lot, a lot of stuff. Of, yep. So, but apparently there is there is something big. Yep. Apparently there. But I've been reading some stuff that says Rodgers will be a Niner, okay. which is a weird weird yep. thought. It'd be a good have. place for him to go though. Oh, it'd be a great place for him to end his career, yep. I think. Because right now they got they got stellar they got, they have a defense that is stellar that needs to be You got weapons, you got Kyle Shanahan's offensive guru mind yep. that likes to run the ball a lot. Yep. Keep he, pre- take pressure off of Rodgers. Yep. It, especially if, as he ages. If they get a tight a true tight end and a big wide a big tall wide receiver, yeah. 
Oh my God, yeah. this could be deadly. I mean, that, that that's a Super Bowl. Well, they got George Kittle. They need a true wide. Well, oh, I forgot about Kittle. I know. Injuries. I was like, they got George Kittle. Injuries. <laughs> See, I told injuries. Yep, injuries okay. have confused me. Yep. Um, they do have Kittle, so they need a. If they get a tall wide, wide receiver, receiver. Yep. um, like a Des Bryant. Yep. Not saying it's Des Bryant, but like a Des yep. Bryant, um, a guy who's got height because you got Ayuk and Debo yep. with the speed. If you can get a tall wide receiver, yeah, this team could be. Super Bowl contenders immediately. Yes, they could. Um, next, uh, for the Saints, uh, let's see. Drew Brees was 8 of 13, 76 yards, touchdown, no picks. Um, the thing is with Drew Brees, he did get hurt at halftime. Well, right before halftime. Um, he did, I think it was bruised his ribs or something. It was a bruised It was bruised ribs. They set him in for an MRI to see if there is any injury to his, uh, injury to his cartilage inside yep. the ribs. Which may have dislocated one. Yes. Um. He also has been hampered with the throwing his throwing shoulder, the injury yep. there. So they're going to probably set him out sit for the him. next game. Um, um. They're looking maybe three weeks. Yeah. So which actually might be a blessing in disguise uh, to keep him fresh for yeah. the playoffs. Um. But now Jameis Winston is Jameis time. Um. He's he was six of ten, sixty three yards, no touchdowns, but no picks. Good job, Jameis. Thirty <laughs> um, thirty. Yep. Um. Jameis, I think he'll actually do really surprisingly well for the Saints. Okay. Just because I of. Got a question to ask you after hmm. this. Oh, oh, because of Sean Payton, just the way if you look at Jameis when he played with Bruce Arians, just a, throw the ball down the field, mm-hmm. play risky, and that's what he did, and he played extremely risky, 30-30. Yep. Then you have Sean Payton, who's be smart, throw the football where I tell you to pretty much, right. and just do it, just manage the game pretty much, and right. I think Jameis can do that. And so that's why I think they're going to do extremely well. And plus, James gives an added dimension of being able to throw the ball extremely deep that Drew Brees hasn't been able to do okay. this year. Before you move on, let me just roll with that. You said you just said everything you need about James. Yep. You said you're going to roll with Jameis over Taysom Hill. Yes, because you can continue to do Taysom Hill stuff. Okay. Move him to the tight end, move him to the running back, put him in a quarterback. Although they could have done that last year with Teddy yep. in a quarterback, but they chose not yep. to. That's why I'm going with Jameis because that's what they did last year. So off of history okay well he, he, here's my thing you got Taysom Mills making 16 million dollars this year yep to play six plays a game yep realistically yep. he has been told by the front office you will be the future of the franchise when Breeze retires mm-hmm. if they don't start him do you start to wonder if he really the true franchise future don't know and they're just over they just overpaid a <laughs> huge yes he's a weapon but they just overpaid him yeah. massive I think they'll use him if I think they'll use him more since he'll be gone. Uh, Drew Brees will be gone, but I think they're going to stick with Jameis just because you bring in a guy like Jameis who has more comparable to Drew Brees, more of a starter, more comparable to Drew Brees, has a rocket of an arm. You, I would go with him just because. No, I agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I know. Um, for 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 Saints fans who say you know put in the Swiss yeah. Army knife uh, because he probably is the future of the franchise according to what the Saints have said. Yep. And you're paying him sixteen million dollars, sixteen and a half million dollars this year, and he, he's you're not playing. Yep. Wouldn't this be the perfect opportunity for Taysom to prove himself? Yep. The only thing is, though, with you their can't. offense with Taysom is they have packages designed for Taysom Hill. Currently, how right. many packages do you have of Taysom Hill? You can't be a drop back forty passes a game with Taysom, right? Like what you did with Drew Brees, you can still do that with Jameis, right? And so it's one of those things that. I think they're going to just roll with James because it'll be easier to do. Unless they had like a bye week next week, they could plan ahead, which they don't. So it's one of those things that uh, I would think they would go with James just okay. to be. It's smart. more conservative. Yep, and I agree. But... And to keep the record high because right. you, if you experiment with Taysom, great. But when you run into a good team that can just pretty much 
say we're going to force Taysom to run and not pass. What if you play the Jets next week? Yeah. You play the Jets next week, you play put Taysom in. <laughs> well, yeah. But just to, just <laughs> experiment. <for> <laughs> yeah, you might put him in more. Um, but, um, I, I, I agree. I think Jameis is the better pick because he's, he, he's the easiest transition yes. between one and two. But with Taysom Hill, you know you're going to hear some stuff like, well, hang on. No. Shouldn't I? You know, yada, yada, yada. Getting paid more, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Trick plays, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Future, yada, yada, yada. I'm just saying that stuff you'll, no, probably, you'll probably hear. If but I'm getting paid more and I get to sit on the bench, shoot, I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs> it's like, I get paid $16 million to put my butt on this bench. I'm doing yeah. it. Like, I'm doing. Well, I'm just saying, remember, remember with Teddy last year? They, oh, I know. They didn't play yep. him yep. when Breeze went out. They put Teddy in. Yep. Um, and do you think Breeze, this is his last year? Yes. Especially now with another injury, 100%. Um, you had a, you had a, he took a massive hit that gave him this injury. Um, it just it doesn't look good that nope. he's going to be be there next year. Which I think it'll be you'll fun. watch the Panthers step up. Yep, they will. The Saints will obviously take a step down. I think the Saints will keep Jameis and keep Taysom. They have and just run a two quarterback system. Okay, pretty much. Send me in each play. Do that rotating. No, quarterback not carries. that much. But you know what I mean. Like oh, a, Tom Landry. No, not that much there, but. Um, so you've got Latavius Murray, uh, nine carries, 57 yards. Yep. Taysom Hill, eight carries, 45 yards, yep. which that's kind of where I was going with yep. that. He had, he actually had a pretty good game. And Camaro was eight for 15 and two touchdowns. No rushing yards. Yep. N- not really a lot of attempts, but he had <laughs> touchdowns. So. And he was a leading receiver, seven receptions, 83 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, this Saints team had the worst game. Yes. This has been their worst game. They still won. They got lucky they versed the... 39ers. Yeah, they had they had a perfect time to do it. Yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill had two fumbles. Yep. One was lost. Uh, Deontay Harris had two fumbles. One was lost. Drew Brees had a fumble. Was not lost. Yep. Um, Marquez Callaway had two fumble recoveries. recoveries. And Malcolm Jenkins had a pick. And Patrick Robinson had a pick. Yep. Uh, and then uh, DeMarro Davis, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Holy crap. <laughs> um, both had sacks. Uh, Will Lutz was perfect on the day. Yep. Uh, this... This Saints defense next week will have to step up. Yes. The special teams will have to step up. The offense will have to just manage. Um, Latavius Murray and Kamara, watch them have massive carries. Yep. And massive targets. Definitely. Um, Kamara more in the pass game, Murray in the in the run game. I see Murray having 20 to 25 carries, uh, Kamara having like 10 to 15, yeah. but, and then having a ton of targets on the receiving end. Yep. Um, next game is the battle of the rookies. Um, this was an awesome game. Tua and the Miami Dolphins versus the Los Angeles Chargers and Herbert. Yeah, um, this was literally the five and six pick of the draft. Yes, it was, it was. when the Miami Dolphins were put to draft, put in the draft, number five overall pick. Yep. The discussion was, who do you take? Do you take Herbert or do you take Tua? Yep. And they went with Tua. Yep. Which was the everyone was yep. thinking that. Logical. And, and then Herbert went to the Chargers, which people were kind of 50-50 on. Yep. I said it was a great pick. Um, I was very yeah. uh, happy that the Chargers picked Herbert. Yeah. I think it was just the better. I think it was a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you get to see, actually see them play each other. You've yeah. seen the five and the six play. Who made the better pick? Um, there's still a lot of discussion on career wise who will have oh, a better yeah. career and stuff. But that, but this was a fantastic game. It was Justin Herbert was 20, 32, 187, two touchdowns, one pick. Not a bad game. Um, the uh, Balage. He had uh, 18 rushes, 68 yards. Um, Herbert had a touchdown rushing as well. Keenan Allen was the leading receiver, three receptions, 39 yards, and touchdown. Hunter Henry is four for 30 and touchdown. Um, 
And then he dumped. A, he did a lot of dump pass to a lot did. of receivers. He was doing a lot of dump passes. Uh, give credit to this Miami Dolphins defense. They are playing outstanding football. No name defense, but they're yes. doing fantastic. They are doing awesome. Um, now for the Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa, fifteen to twenty five, hundred sixty nine yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Great game from him. Played great game managing style. Um, that's what I like about Tua. He's just smart with the football. Does everything. Yeah. Right. Um. You have Salvan Hamed was the running back. Did actually a pretty good game. 21 rushes, 85 yards, and touchdown. Um, and then you had Jakeem Grant was 443 and a touchdown. Yeah. And you had um, Durham Smythe, who had a touchdown as well. Um, Ted Karras did have two fumbles and one loss to the center. And then Xavier Howard had an interception for the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, this defense lately has stepped up massive. Um and in big ways every time. Yep. So give this defense a lot of credit. Give this uh, team a lot of credit. Uh, Nick Needman and uh, Emmanuel Agba both had sacks. Uh, Jason Sanders was almost perfect kicking. Mm-hmm. Two for two on extra points, three or four on field goals. Um, he makes that field goal in those games a different story. It's not yep. a one-score game. It's a two-score game, yep. which gives you a little more comfort. Um, and now when you're looking at the AFC East, when you thought that the Bills were going to run away with it, and you knew, this now Dolphins the team Dolphins is game back, they only a game back, and so it's going to be when interesting. The, when the Bills and Dolphins play each other, it's going to be a really good game. Yes, it will. Um, next game is the Bills and the Cardinals. This game was phenomenal. Was phenomenal. It was awesome. I watched this game. Great game. Um, we'll talk about the Bills first. Um, Josh Allen, 32 of 49, 284, two touchdowns, two picks. Not a bad game, just turnovers did not help. But the last drive of the game, it was about 30 seconds clutch. left. He threw a perfect, beautiful pass in the left corner of the – it was right where the pylon was on the left side. He had some pressure, threw it on the money, just Got absolutely hit. amazing throw. Stephon Diggs, Patrick Peterson was underneath of the route, and he still was able to get it there on the money at the spot, throwing across his body. Mm-hmm. Fantastic throw. Um, one of the best throws I've seen in a long time. Yep. And he also caught a touchdown pass from Isaiah McKinney. Um, and so that was wild. Uh, he had seven carries, yep. 38 yards. The leading rusher. <laughs> Josh Allen was just phenomenal this game. He was. Now, let's talk about his picks real quick because that's a huge talking point. Yes. Uh, he had one th- He had one pick to Patrick Pearson that was um, a bad pick. Yep. Um, he he just he, – if you actually watched the route, and I was trying to figure out why he threw that ball because it was yeah. a bad throw. I mean, it wasn't a bad throw. It was just a bad read. Yeah. He was throwing it. Uh, there was a safety over the top, and there was a guy on his back. He was trying to throw it down and away, so the guy could literally slide into yeah. it. I see what he was doing. He did not see Peterson. Yeah. He'd never seen him. Patrick yeah. Peterson came up. Peterson also should have had two other picks. So yeah. Allen should have had four picks on the game, which would have been a completely different story. Yes. Um, but Peterson dropped two balls. Yep. So, yeah. And the um, other one was a uh, kind of a. Uh, no, that was Kyler's pick. Uh, what was the other one? Wasn't another oddball pick? Yeah, that was something. He had some odd picks. Yeah. It wasn't really – there was a lot of odd picks in this game yeah. in general. Um, then Cole Beasley had a great game. 11 receptions, 109 yards, and touchdown. Stephon Diggs, 10 for 93, and touchdown, which was the game-clinching touchdown that you thought with 30 that seconds left. That should have been the game-winning touchdown. Uh, Micah Hyde had a fumble, uh, and Dane Jackson had a fumble recovery. Uh, and then Jordan Poyer had an interception as well. Yep. Um and then on the defensive side, uh, AJ Klein, uh, Tyron Johnson, uh, Justin Zimmerman all had a sack. Uh, Tyler Bass was phenomenal in this game, yes. kicking uh, three for three in field goals, three for three in extra points. He was phenomenal. Um, their kick, their punter Corey uh, Borjeski, 
mm-hmm. Rodesga, I don't know how you pronounce the name, had a shank, yep. which really screwed him up. It did. Um, now let's talk about the Cardinals. Uh, let's talk about Kyler Murray. Um, he was 22 of 32, 245, touchdown on the pick. The pick was a fluke pick. Yeah. Um, he threw to, of all people, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. That was crazy. That Larry was... went to the ground. The ball somehow popped out and went straight up in the air, yep. and Jordan Proyer was right there yep. and landed his arms. This was not a bad throw, which nope. Allen had. Yeah. This was a fluke. Yep. So you could truly wipe that. It was that. like the Jason Witten kicking the ball up in the air and got picked off and returned for a touchdown. That's yeah, it was just thing. a fluke. Um, and you really can't you can't blame that on nope. Kyler. You can't even blame on Fitz. It's just a fluke. No. Uh, Kenyon Drake had 16 rushes, 100 yards. He was uh, a phenomenal. Kyler Murray was 11 for 61, two touchdowns rushing the ball. Phenomenal. phenomenal. He's great at just sliding. Great job of protecting himself. Yeah, I don't think he. I think he out of the nah, uh, 11 jersey. In the 11, I think 11 rushes. He he actually got hit once. Yep. So the other ten were out of bounds or slides. Yep, his a, pants were dirty, but he's his a genius. Jersey was yep. clean. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins with seven receptions, 127 yards, and touchdown. We'll get to one the one reception that was amazing. Um, so we'll get to the touchdown minutes. in a minute. Yep. Kenyon Drake had a fumble and a fumble lost. Drake or Patrick had an interception, um, and defensively they had no sacks or anything like that. Yep. Uh, the Kirkpatrick one was was the odd pick. He, yes. I mean, he, Allen really just threw it to him. The, the defense had no sacks mm-hmm. on the day. Uh, Allen was pretty elusive. Yep. And Zane Gonzalez made all the field goals. Yep. Now let's talk about this last the, the, yep. this play. So about 30 seconds left. 37 seconds to be yep. precise. There's Kyler Murray had the ball, drove down the field. Hit, 25 yards. Hitting, hitting little throws, getting out of bounds, doing good. We had two timeouts, got down there, got down to about the 50-yard line. 45. 45, whatever, I don't care. No, uh, 40, 43. 43. Look 40. at you. Looking so. Well, no, I'm, but, I'm reading it. Yeah, I, I well, read it. That's see, why. you got it right there. I don't want so, 43 but, yards. Yeah, he was at like 43-yard line, and he hiked the ball. And it was about 9 seconds, 10 seconds left. Right. And so he rolls out to the left, He, which is the wrong way, obviously, because you're right-handed. And she rolls out. He evades the guy, keeps running. Gets to about the right at the pretty much out of bounds. Guys coming in to hit him, and he just chucks it. And he threw that thing just beautifully, fifty yards, running left, with a guy, big dude coming about to jack you up when you're five foot nine. That's scary as all get out. Yeah, I'm five nine. It would be scary as all get out for me to see a six foot five dude coming at me. Be scared as all get out. Three times your body weight. Yeah, three times my body weight. (laughs) Like I'm getting crushed. Threw the ball, perfect throw. Then you have one guy down there, DeAndre Hopkins. Three defenders, defenders around him, which were Tre'Davious White, Jordan, Jordan Poyer, Poyer, and, and Micah, Hyde. Micah Hyde, the three best defenders in the Buffalo Bills, and secondary, one of the, secondary, one of the best safeties in the league, one and of the one of the best corners, corners in the league, and, and one Jordan of the Pryor. best number two corners in the league, with a beautiful girlfriend. <laughs> and so what? <laughs> they were all there, and DeAndre Hopkins jumped up, caught the ball in between all three of them as they all jumped up, same time, caught it. Wrestled the ball away from him, got the touchdown, won the game with one second left. It was awesome. It was amazing. Yep. It was it was one of the coolest plays I've ever seen as far as yep. it, it beats the Rodgers. Hail Marys, and yes, stuff. by yeah. far. Um, just, those, just the way, just the physics of the throw. You could not throw a football that way another time. Like You couldn't. You could do that ten times, a hundred times, and you probably wouldn't be able to get it that perfectly like that. No, nope. it was so good. It was amazing. Um, DeAndre Hopkins went up, got that ball, came down, and just looked. It was just like, yeah. Yep. And then Larry Fitzgerald tackled him. <laughs> yep. Uh, two two things. Uh, I was laughing. Uh, he had uh, DeAndre Hopkins had uh, Jordan the Jumpman gloves. Yep. 
So they have a great branding week ahead of them. Yes, they do. Because <laughs> um, he, he literally outjumped everybody. He did. And, uh, and uh, what was the other one? Crap, I'm having a brain. I'm having a bad day. Yeah. I'm just, I can't remember. Yeah. Hopkins, that early onset Hopkins, dimension. I know. Hopkins jumped up, outjumped everybody. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, heartbroken. Yeah, oh yeah. He I was... mean, completely, <laughs> completely heartbroken. Um, their offensive lineman is now a meme. Yes. Uh, his face that was, was so funny. hilarious. I forget what his name yeah. was. And Kyler Murray put himself in the MVP conversation with that performance. Oh, by And far. especially with the stats that might be coming to where he'd be the first ever quarterback to have 4,000 passing yards and over 1,000 yards rushing, yeah. which would be an insane uh, stat that he could own. Yeah, he, he, he's in gonna, his second year. Second year is yeah. number one pick Which last is year. crazy. I mean, he was office rookie the la- rookie of the year last year, which was a debatable award to give him. Yeah, uh, but it was Josh Jacobs was the other the yeah. other one who I think was he had a phenomenal season yeah. last year. Um, but Kyler did win the award. Uh, he he put up good stats, and now you're seeing him make that next step. Um, he's having a big year. He Allen's is. having a big year. You had two MVPs, uh, two MVP caliber players, and the two futures of this NFL of the NFL playing in, yep. in a phenomenal phenomenal yeah. game. They had they had its moments of. Crap. Yeah. But, for the most part, Fantastic. entertaining game. Yep. Um, the last game of the night was the Patriots and the Ravens. We both picked the Ravens, uh, but the Patriots got the victory. Uh, this was a shocking game. Um, Lamar Jackson, he played 24-34, 249, two touchdowns, one pick. Not a bad game passing-wise for him, but he should not have passed that much. Um, no. Uh, uh, ex- they're trying to make him a pocket passer, and he is not a pocket passer. Do not do that. Um you're going to screw yourself. You're going to lose every game the rest of the year if you keep continue to do this. Um, Lamar was the leading rusher, 11 for 55, um, and no touchdowns for any of the people rushing the ball. Willie Sneed was the only one that got two touchdowns, 5 for 64. Um, and then uh, Matt Skura had three fumbles, zero lost. He was the snapper. But it was some nasty weather that game, and which they should have ran the ball. should have been more of a... Yeah, they... they they completely abandoned the run game. Uh, Mark Ingram was back. He had five carries for five yards. You have three of the best running backs, arguably, together in the league. The best rushing quarterback. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, and Mark Ingram. You and have then Justice you Hill. have Lamar Jackson, who's the fastest quarterback in the league and maybe the fastest player in the league. Right. No. He can... He Ty- can. Over Tyreek. Well, he's he could he could get pretty top close to Top five. Him. Yeah, top three. Top Five for sure. Tyreek's over him, maybe. Oh, Tyreek's the fastest player in the league. Yeah. McColl's number two. Yeah. But then after that, he would get it. Yeah, he's pretty fast. Yeah. He's fast. He's don't, fast. Don't sell him short. Don't no, no, sell no. him short. He's got speed. That dude's flash. Especially for a quarterback, he's, yes. he is fast. Um, But Lamar only Lamar had 55 yards rushing. Gus Edwards had 42. Dobbin, 13. Ingram, 5. Um, And then 11, 11, 7, 5, and 5, respectively, carries. Mm-hmm. Um. With no touchdowns, they tried to pass the ball too much. It did not work, and it cost them the game. Especially with that bad weather, pound yes. that ball. Don't yeah. throw the ball. No. That's how balls slip out, get yes. picked. That's just, the crap like that happens all the time. Yeah. So this should be a ground and pound game yep. with bad weather. Now and now let's see the way that the game should have been played for the uh, Ravens. Cam Newton was thirteen of seventeen, hundred eighteen yards, touchdown, no pick. Great game from him. Played smart. Um, you have Jacoby Myers, one for one, 24 yards and a touchdown. Great throw by Jacoby Myers to Rex Burkhead. Awesome play. Nice trick play. Nice trick play. Damian Harris, 22 rushes, 121 yards. They have found a running back that 
is playing outstanding without Sonny Michelle, and he's doing better than what Sonny Michelle has been doing. So, I mean, I would just keep riding that hot hand. Um, but Rex Burkhead, six, six rushes, 31 yards. Cam Newton, 11 rushes, 21 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Burkhead had two touchdowns receiving, um, and Jacoby Myers was 5.59 leading receiver. J.C. Jackson did have an interception on one of the stupidest throws I've ever seen from Lamar Jackson. They were in the ri- about 35-yard line, easy field goal range, possibly, um, and it was about 20 seconds left. So if they had enough time, had a timeout, I think, they could easily get a pass, you know, get a first down, call timeout, get a pass, get out of bounds, kick field goal, easy field goal, chip shot, three points, you're feeling good going into halftime. Instead, hikes the ball, looks back, got a guy going deep, throws it deep. It's Marquise Brown, who's getting blanketed by J.C. Jackson, and then you got McCourtney coming over the top. So if J.C. Jackson's not going to get it, McCourtney's going to get it. Or if neither one of them get it, Marquise Brown's going to get lit up and knocked out into the second row of the Patriots um, sideline with McCourtney coming over there. So it's one of those same. it was the stupidest throw I've ever seen. And he threw it and it got picked off by J.C. Jackson, which was rightfully so. I thank him so much for picking them off to teach him a lesson. Um, it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, I was so heated. But... The Patriots did an outstanding job, outstanding performance from them, and they are now 4-5 and five and still within the range of the AFC East and continuing to keep pushing and possibly getting closer if the Bills and Dolphins have setbacks. Yeah, John Simon and uh, Josh Uch yep. both had sacks, so congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Falk was per- uh, missed an extra point, but other than that, he's perfect. So, yes. um, Looking at this game... Uh, this was a straight up Belichick called a perfect game. Um, he knew what he had, he knew what he could do, and he, and he took advantage of it. Um, Cam Newton played smart, which uh, hard to admit that, but he did. <laughs> I can admit, I can admit it. Yep, he's doing good. He, he's for doing, the uh, weapons that he has around him, which is not anything. He's doing an extremely good job. I'm he, really proud of Cam. He's done an outstanding job, and he's kept quiet for the most part. Yeah, he's done fine. He's kept his and he's and he's kept his ego in check for the yep. most part. Um, uh. When when I still look at this team though, there's still a lot of problems I see in this team. Oh well, yeah, duh. Uh, they they definitely this year they're gonna start reloading. They got the best cap salary cap in the league, seventy three million. I'm talking that's you get Bill Belichick seventy three million of free money to go get players. Woo, yep, good luck. Um, and, <laughs> and look for them to replace Cam. Yeah, they might, or they might sign him back because he has he's he's doing a good year. He will, but he will not. But he will want money. I don't know. He's gonna want paid. He'll get more money than what he is now. He's only getting a million now. But well, right. But I'm saying, uh, depending on what he what he yeah. asks for, I could see them easily replacing him yeah. with a guy, or maybe right with Stidham. They could. Nah, they're not gonna ride with Stidham. Stidham's terrible. Stidham, Stidham, Stidham. Three Stidham. and thirteen. Three and thirteen. <laughs> you maybe not even three. Maybe. <laughs> Dude's terrible. Uh, yeah, he's not very good. Uh, maybe just go to Jacoby Myers. <laughs> yeah, Jacoby Myers actually pretty good. Um. That there's just with with Cam there's there are some problems of when you give him that little bit of spotlight okay. he can he can oh, he can overblow it yeah and so if Belichick can keep him in check that's the that's the thing which yeah. I which I think that's honestly the perfect spot for Cam to be in just somebody to keep him in check keep him suppressed instead of going to somewhere like let's say you went to the Eagles or somewhere with Doug Peterson where he hypes you up kind yeah. of a buddy buddy coach and stuff Cam Newton would be on. ESPN 24-7. Right. But with the Patriots, he's calmed down, and I like it a lot. Then get a million dollars. We'll yes. calm you. Oh, yeah. Just keep the ego in check. Yep. Um, but I could see I could see them moving on from him and loading up somewhere else yep. and, and, and him and Belichick finding another 
quarterback in the draft <laughs> in the eighth in the eighth round, making up yeah. rounds, uh, and sign Ingen somebody. Uh, that I I can see Belichick doing some stuff though. Yeah. I'm just that's that's what I'm. He's going to do a lot this year. Uh, especially with the, that that cap, yep. um, I think Edelman, Edelman they'll they'll definitely try to keep him still uh, and use him as an as an important receiver. Yep. But I could uh, and Michelle they'll definitely try to keep him. They I could see them trying to either move out. I can see them trying to move out Harris mm-hmm. or keep him as because because they'd move some, out Michelle beforehand. See, I think Michelle I think Michelle's a better back than Harris. I don't. It's but they never gave him the right play. They didn't yeah. give him. That's when the bad part for Michelle is when they when he was healthy and he was playing. They were trying to do the Cam Newton, let's throw yeah. the ball thing. Um, and the reason I said I think they still get rid of Cam. Cam's thrown three touchdown passes on the season to yeah. seven interceptions, yep. which is not a good ratio. No. And they've all been to a running back. Yeah. He's not thrown it to a receiver. But then also look at the receivers that he has. No, I agree. Uh, Edelman's out. Uh, uh, Jacoby Myers has come on. Yeah. Um, He's the only receiver they have. So it's one yeah. of those things. I'm not going to throw it to receivers if they can't catch. So it's one of those things. No, right. But Nikhil Harry. He's not Harry. like Lamar Jackson, who has great receivers, but he doesn't refuse to throw to them. It's a different. No, it's refusing, not refusing to throw, doesn't know how to throw. <laughs> yeah, good point. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Which, that's why I said he will not live at, he will not see a second contract in nope. Baltimore. He won't. Confident in that. But uh, we're going to move on before we get into a huge rabbit hole. Uh, it's a massive yeah, rabbit hole. Keep, keep we're going to preview it. Monday Night Football, Minnesota, Chicago. Who you got? Minnesota. Yep. I think they're going to keep the ball on the ground, Dalvin Cook, like they should be doing. Yep. Uh, I think they've learned that Cousins does not know how to correctly throw footballs. Uh, so I'm going to go with the faith of uh, uh, the coach saying, hey, let's not give it to Cousins. Yes. Let's let Dalvin Cook run. He's going off of a massive 200-yard game. Let him go. And I think if, the play, if they can do it correctly, the play actually will be so tight that you can be able to get Justin Jefferson and Thielen deep to yep. where they can burn this secondary. Um now, I got Minnesota winning as well. I think as long as they keep running through Dalvin Cook, they will win. If they don't, they will lose. If Cousin has more than 30 passing attempts, they will lose. Yep, 100%. So, um, Thursday night football will be actually a really good game. Arizona at Seattle. Who do you have in this one? This is controversial. I mean, this is a 50-50 because li- literally you can go either way. I'm going to go with the MVP. My, uh, uh, I think I'm going to go with the MVP candidate, uh, Kyler Murray. Okay. And the Cardinals. I, they're riding high right now. I think, be, I think they're going to be riding. I think they should be feeling good. Um, Seattle, their first all season was to Arizona, and they were trying to have a revenge game. Mm-hmm. I think, though, how, this def- how the Cardinals' defense has been playing, the secondary looked really good. Um, even the front seven didn't look bad. Um, the offense is hitting on all eight cylinders yes. right now. I just in Russell Wilson slacking up right now. I think Kyler Murray takes that uh, takes the team and wins. I think he'll put on a performance good enough mm-hmm. to say for them to say Russ is less of an MVP candidate than Kyler. I think he will have that kind of performance in this game against that terrible defense. Yeah. I know Jamal Adams is back, but he's yeah. still not playing phenomenal. No. Um, I agree with you. I think Arizona is going to win. Um, I don't think Seattle Theater's too banged up right now. I was looking through there. Carson's questionable for this week. They he have no running back. Griffin's questionable for this week. If they lose him, that's they're done. So it's one of those things that they're just so banged up. Um, offensive line's banged up as well. So I'm going Arizona. They're just riding high. I think they'll come in here and win. The Bills' defense is better than the Seahawks' defense by yep. far. And you just see what the Cardinals did against them. What will they do against Seattle? They'll murder them. Yes. So I'm gonna give it to. Uh, yep. I'm gonna give it to the Cardinals in this. Yeah. In this. Um, now we move on to some Masters talk. Let's, let's, let's quiet it down. Let's quiet it down. Um, Get in that calm, zen voice. There's a there's a coming essence when you yes. come with the golf and the masters. And the masters, yes. The masters. Um, Augusta, Georgia. Georgia. No. Augusta, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia, yes. Georgia. Um, Brent, the most 
prized possession in all yes. of golf was handed out. The green jacket. The green jacket was handed out um, to a Mr. A Dustin, Johnson, Dustin Johnson. Dustin it's Johnson. It's tough to talk in this voice. It is. Dustin Especially Johnson. Especially after speaking for about two hours. <laughs> yeah, we're up high. Yes, we are. Uh, so uh, I do not know anything about golf. I do yeah. know that they talk calmly, though. Yeah. Um, Dustin so. Johnson had the um, best round that he has ever had. He was at minus 20 for the whole weekend, which was amazing. It was the most, uh, it was the first time ever that a person was at minus 20 in the Masters, which in history, which is congratulations. We're hearing sounds now that we've never heard before. I, I believe that was geese. <laughs> it was geese because we're talking so low yes, in the thin Bob Ross voice. And yes. so we have, hopefully you're not asleep yet, but if you are, Timestamps are below. <laughs> you want to go back and to, to rewatch this. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rory McIlroy and uh, Justin Thomas were up there at minus twelve and minus eleven, respectively. Um, a man from Australia, Cameron Smith, was at minus fifteen. He was in second place. Congratulations to him. Um, and these people are making a lot of money. Um, Dustin Johnson earned two point one million dollars. Congratulations. That's a lot of money for playing a weekend of golf. Um, I, I did not know this, but uh, like I lose fifty dollars every time I play a weekend of golf. That's true, and he made money. That's just one day, and, and he and he played four, and made money. Yeah, a lot of money too. Yes, it was. I like to have his money. I would have lost two hundred bucks. Do I lo- would I love to have more? Mm. I did not know this. His uh, girlfriend, fiance, wife, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Paulina Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Yep. Congratulations to Don Justin. <laughs> yep, she had her on a green jacket. Yes, as well. Yeah, it did, it was a uh, little confident swagger. Confident swagger. Yeah. Um, congratulations to Dustin Johnson though. He yes. is congratulations. Golf live, clap. He would now live in history and infamy with yes, the will. green jacket of Augusta. Yes, he will. Now let's talk some pro wrestling. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I feel bad for anybody who had earbuds. In yes, like that. That just sorry. Their, we just blew their ears sorry out. Sorry about um, that. The Masters uh, is over. We talk about pro wrestling now. Yep. Um Two quick things we want to roll through, and we will theorize one, and the other one is pretty much just here. <laughs> yeah. Um, WB has released a superstar. They've released superstar Selena Vega. Um, he, she the was manager the manager to Garza um, and uh, Andrade. Andrade. Uh, the wife to Alistair Black, yep. which was, makes it very interesting now. Yep, very interesting. Um, WB uh, made an announcement uh, two, three weeks ago yeah. that they said they're banning all third-party platforms. Yep. Twitch is the big was the big one. Yes. Um, uh this is Zelina Vega uh, created an account on one of these third-party platforms, yep. um, and WWE fired her because of it. Yes, um, they said you're not allowed to do it. She did it. And they fired her. Voila. Um, let's look at this from both sides. Look at Zelina Vega, who is trying to brand herself as a person, not as a W superstar. Yes. Um, and going against Vince's orders. Yeah. Um, I understand why she wanted to. Yes, you know, this I understand. Is, it's it's my own personal thing. It's what I want it's to do. It's your life. Yeah. It's my life. It, and and you know Vince is just trying to. It, and it's it, not like it's going to hurt the company. No, it's but Vince wants to uh, not micromanage, but uh, make money off of every little yes. thing. And he can't make money off of it, so he banned it. Yep, which is not cool. No. Uh, but on the same aspect, uh, Vince, I banned it, and you're still doing it. So here's your punishment. Yeah, he needs to set a tone. He needs to set a standard. And if he, if he did outlaw it, it's outlaw. Yep. So he set the standard. Um. He, so he, he released them. You look at both sides of the the spectrum. And I can understand both sides. Yes. Do I agree with Vince banning it? No. Mm-mm. Do I agree with Vince firing her because she he she, she not. <laughs> he can, do I agree with Vince firing her because she made the account? Yeah. 
I do. Hmm. If that's the rule, well, if you, that's your rule yeah. if that's the rule you went with, and yeah. and and you want to set that tone of yep. I don't want it, Definitely. then firing her. Yep. I would probably went with suspension first. Though, yeah. Oh yeah. Before just straight up firing her, I would have went suspension yep. because she's now, really good. She is, and now you are also ticked off Alistair Black. Yep. Who now I can see easily leaving this company. Yes. And next. you've already ticked him off anyway from not giving him the money in the bank opportunities that he's given them monkey. He's given them money in the bank opportunities, but he hadn't won it. No, and he he's given him play opportunities. He just hasn't. Yeah. Done it. They they not gone with the creative way. Yes. At, since he's left NXT. Yep. Uh, so and I they pretty th- much ruined the f- character. Yes. Yeah. He's pretty much weird. Now. So I I see Black leaving completely now. Yeah. Um The mystique is gone. Yep. Uh, I see him gone before the be- after Mania. Yes, I can see that. Maybe beforehand, yep. but definitely after Mania, yep. for sure. Um, now, the question is, where does she go from here? I would where say, does Aleister Black go? Yep. AEW. Yep. If they go to AEW, it would be crazy. Now, let's talk about AEW. Yeah. Because I think if Aleister Black goes there with the dark character and stuff like that, I could see him easily going to the, the Dark, dark Order. Order. Yeah. Speaking of the Dark Order, um, the Dark Order has been on AEW TV for the past couple weeks. Yes. But there's one constant with that eight. There's somebody missing. Yeah. Mr. Brody Lee. Missing. The leader. He's missing in action. He's in my. Yeah. What's up with him? He uh, apparently has an injury. Yeah. He has a uh, ankle injury. Um, the severity of the injury is unknown. Mm-hmm. They've been completely quiet on this. Oh. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but he has been out. He has an ankle injury. Yep. N- now let's. This is where I want to say let's theorize yep. some stuff. Brody Lee was the TNT champion. Had beat Cody. Everyone was like, "Holy crap! Yeah. This is massive." He quickly loses the title to Cody. <laughs> to Cody again. I think that he had the injury before, and in the, in the, when he found out, they knew they had to drop the towel. That's why Cody came back and won. Yep. Um, I agree with that. I, um, I think they definitely should have gotten it off of him like that instead of an injury. Because if it was an injury and they just he gave it up, right? That would ruin the Dark Order as far as the mystique of it. I guess yes. as the this branded image of businessmen that right um apparently the injury was not so severe that he couldn't do the mm-hmm. dog collar match that that, he, that could he won yeah. back in he could still compete in that match but he needed some rest yeah so they have decided to send him home rest him and yep. in the in the process and give him the towel back to cody yeah. uh which is a smarter move yes they have not said if it was before or after. I theorize that the injury was beforehand yeah. before the match that's why they dropped the title i don't think you would give it up that quickly no, because you want to build him up right yep. now. Um, but he was doing great as TNT champ. He was doing really good. I mean, it, it made the title look really good. Yep. Um, and the character was fine. Yep. So it's more or less uh, he got hurt. But I seen that, not that that was pretty mm-hmm. pretty some that was some big. Cause I had not noticed. I I noticed he was gone. Yeah, but, but I really uh, didn't put two and two together. Yeah. Um, that he was hurt or something like that. But uh, now knowing that, um, and now where the Dark Order can go. Uh, you have Stu Grayson, you do have uh, yes. Evil Uno, you have John Silver, you have the rest of the Dark Order, and now poss- maybe later down the road, maybe uh, Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Which would be amazing. And Colt Cabana. Yep. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Um, so the Dark Order can be built up, especially it, when he comes back, the Dark Order is going get to a, get a boost oh, yeah. because they're going to try to put him back in, in, a, in a nice spotlight. Yep. Um I think, though, that he should be more... Uh, this is kind of weird. I think he should still be on TV, but more in a managerial role. Yeah, I think he should, too. Because be... right now, you could easily put Grayson and Silver or Grayson and Uno together and make them a tag team yep. and put them in the tag team division more. Especially now FTR yes. dropping out, it looks like. Yep. 
um, put them in the tag team. Feud after the Young Bucks. Right. You could push them, make him the manager more. Mm -hmm. Keep him in the suit, you know. uh, He doesn't have to move around. Right. But for them to actually take take him off a TV completely. It might be more serious. It could have been a surgery or something like that. Right. They don't want to see him in the boot. Yeah. So there's something up with that. Keep an eye out on that one. Uh, AEW Dynamite this Wednesday is going to be fun to watch. Yes, Uh, Got a bunch of cool matches. Yep. So definitely watch that. We'll probably break that down on. Yeah, Friday. If it depends on the show we yeah, have. Yeah, depending on. Uh, speaking of Friday, we will definitely cover the NBA uh, draft, the draft, definitely. any other any trades, other trades definitely. Um, Monday night football, Thursday night football, and then preview, preview. Sunday week eleven. Uh, we'll probably find some wrestling stuff to talk about. Probably will just cause. Yep. Um, that's really it. Yeah. That's the show for Friday. Yep. Looking ahead to it. Um. Uh, if you like the video, hit the like button. Mm-hmm. You have any comments? Comment them down below. We'd like to read them and yep. respond. Tossing stuff. Yeah. Trash sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Some theories. Yeah, some theories. Theories. Um, if you if you want to subscribe and support us, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's a notification bell if you want to hit that. Notifies you when videos have been posted. Monday and Friday usually, but may throw a special one in there every yeah. once in a while. Um, there's also a share button if you if you know somebody who would like this and want to share it to them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You want yeah, to do that. It makes me happy. Yeah. And also, we're on podcast platforms as yeah. well. So you yeah. don't want to go through YouTube, want to save your battery? Hey, go through podcast platforms. Yeah, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast. Yep. Those are the big ones, but we have all of them down, down below. Yep. Also you, on social media. Yeah, Instagram, you have social media, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, big three. Um, and that that covers everything. Yep. If you want to rewatch a certain segment, yeah, we have timestamps. Timestamps. So go rewatch them. Yeah. You may have misheard us on one thing. Yeah. Good half. We talk fast. We talk a lot. Yeah, we do. There's a lot of crap. Yes, it is. But yeah, sports world's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right now NBA is really hot. Yep. NFL's getting the playoffs are cranking up. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Masters was just now, and you know yep. wrestling's always going on. Always so, is. So, always got something to talk about. Yeah, wrestling will always give you something to but talk yeah. about. Thank you for letting us prove it. We're the highest standard in sports talk. We, we are, are gold sports. sports.